everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of LGA. That is Lit, Lit Gaming, Gaming Arena. Arena. For those of you who don't know, my name is Marcus. I am joined by Justin the Knobs. Hey! And Frost! Alright, let's get to it! All right, welcome to the LGA cast episode 41 and and Frost is not here. That that is a dog over there sitting in Frost's spot. Um she is not here tonight. I um, was confused. Yeah. My apologies. <laughs> but we have a podcast to get to regardless. So, first of all, we are cracking open those game fuels, of course. Love that game fuel. Like taking drugs right before the podcast. Justin sniffs a bunch of blow off the mixer. Yep. <laughs> Directly off the mixer. Actually, the um, the mixer is powered by game fuel. There's no electricity in this podcast. It's only game fuel. So, we have our social media, of course. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are most active on Twitter because that's where all the interaction is. So, you can hit us up on Twitter. You can do you follow all the other stuff, too. But, I mean, really... Twitter is where the bread and butter's at. All the other social media is going to die pretty soon because they're all getting rid of the like buttons. Um, so Twitter's going to be the last one standing, um, probably. Uh, <laughs> also, we have our website, litgamingarena.com, and you can also join our Discord at chat.litgamingarena.com. So you can join the pod or join the, the Discord and talk to me if, if you want. Last week I said I was like the only one there and no one ever talks, and then after we recorded, there was just like a whole bunch of people like talking. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess I just ate my words on, <laughs> during that recording. Cause like the next day I looked at the discord and there was like this big old conversation that happened. And I was like, I tried to chime in and, and then I was all alone again. <laughs> um, also we are part of the gaming podcast Alliance, a bunch of cool video game podcasts that you can go and listen to and you can check them out at gamingpodcastalliance.com. Also, we have another group, Alternate Reality Radio slash Next Wave. You can find that gigantic list of podcasts at podchaser.com. Just search for Alternate Reality Radio. You'll find us. Give that list a heart button. Follow it. You'll There's something that's there for like everyone. I almost guarantee it. And without further ado, we actually do have a special guest on today. We've been putting it off, but here he is. We have the majority shareholder of Lit Gaming Arena, Aiden. <laughs> hey, guys. So why don't you tell us about yourself a little bit? It's been almost a year since the last time you were on. This is your second time guesting on the podcast, um, on the podcast for a company that you mostly own. <laughs> I know. Aren't I great? I'm just <laughs> the best owner. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you got... You, you got what, what what should what should what should our listeners know about you? Well, yeah, I'm my name's Aiden. Like like Justin said, I've been started uh, LGA in uh, actually February of 2018, and then formed the uh, LLC in October of 2018. Um, I've actually been doing this a lot longer, um, and that's actually where the Discord came from. Um, we used to be called Rune Magic, and that actually started in 2013. Um, started out as a minecraft server and minecraft mods and so over time the discord just 
developed and more people started showing up and I decided, all right, well, let's, let's do something with this. Let's, let's try and, let's try and take it to the next level. So here we are. Yeah. So what our listeners don't know is that we actually have one of the oldest discord uh, servers on the platform. That is correct. Actually, um, as far as I can tell, um, our server is older than even some of Discord servers. <laughs> um, there's only one. There's there's one server that I can tell so far that's older than ours, and that's the Discord API, and that's it. <laughs> and that would be yeah. We, we I I jumped on like literally within the first day of, of Discord starting. I just I I was already in love with it. I was I was doing you know IRC before, um, which is a really old kind of chat internet relay chat <laughs> yeah well uh discord it really filled a hole that needed to be filled in the whole kind of social community for gaming i mean as far as like chatting and voice chat there wasn't really a whole lot out there um and and discord really just kind of jumped in and 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 put out a project that was good enough uh, that everyone just liked. <laughs> it's good enough. It's Discord. Well, it's good it's enough. Good enough. With that said, honestly, like I'm still having a, a, a hard time finding other applications that do some of the things that Discord does, like how you can have voice channels and text channels inside of the same um, server. Because if you use things like Microsoft Teams, I'm not super familiar with Slack, or, uh, Slack so I don't know if Slack does this, but I know Microsoft Teams does not let you have voice channels. Otherwise, I probably would be running both a Discord and a Microsoft Teams, but <laughs> that's kind of a deal breaker, so. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, don't, I know Slack is like a good like kind of chat for uh, Teams and stuff, but I don't know if they have a voice chat. Um, I guess we shouldn't be counting out TeamSpeak just yet because they just did their huge revamp. But I feel I kind of feel like even after that revamp, I feel like I haven't I haven't heard anything since then. I feel like TeamSpeak like they had their time and and it's time to go with the way of old Yeller. <laughs> they had their time to shine and they were even outshone by Ventrilo at the time. So that being said, I did like TeamSpeak back, way back in the day. I didn't use Ventrilo a lot, but I know a lot of people liked that one more. Um, Ventrilo was the best. Yes, I didn't, I didn't use it. I was more. In, I was in the team speak. Vent was for yeah, wow I, nerds. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know Ventrilo either. I, I only used team speak, and that was you know back when Minecraft was still in alpha and beta. <laughs> Vent was really for those uh, Dota nerds and like wow nerds. See, I haven't used team speak since like 2007, so. Um, it's been a long time since I've even looked at the software. Maybe it's better now, but I mean, I feel like it's kind of like that time has passed and um, um, Discord is really overtaking it. And now there's kind of like um, Steam has kind of felt the burn on that. And they're kind of updating their chat stuff to be a little more robust than it once was. I definitely agree. Um, well, anyways, I guess one of the other things that I wanted to bring up um, that people, I guess, should know about me, try and justify why I never show up on the podcast <laughs> here is um, I'm, actually, I'm actually running the majority of the IT services for Lit Gaming Arena. So that includes our, our website. Um, we, I actually, our bot is, is hosted on, on our own server. We do custom coding for it. Um, my intention is just to, and actually we, we have this bot out on multiple other Discord servers now. Our bot, I believe, is um, overseeing 6.5K users now. So it's really starting to take off. And, and that's when I'm not at work, you know, making the money for LGA, then that, that's really been taking up a majority of my time. So 
Um, just wanted to throw that out there that if uh, anyone is uh, looking for, you know, Discord services, um, that is actually something that LGA also provides. So you'll definitely want to check us out at chat.litgamingarena.com and you will come into our Discord and you'll be able to talk with any of us there. And they'll, if you start talking tech talk, usually someone will refer you to me pretty quickly. So <laughs> yeah, you, you take care of like all the Discord bot stuff, you you know that thing like the back of your hand. Um, it's a pretty cool bot though. Um, just the fact that it's one bot that does the that serves the, the same purpose that tons of other bots do on other servers. You go into other servers and there's like 50 bots, and we just have the one that does everything. Yeah, actually, it's it's become an issue. Honestly, I've I've seen certain servers where they've had like you know five, six, seven. All of a sudden, our starts growing. You know, 10, 15, 20 bots yeah. that you know all do these individual little things. And once you start getting like that that much bot going on, um, it it you you really leave yourself open. Um, because I actually one of the servers that Justin and I both were helping administrate um there was a discord server called nimsys and um, that server got raided and has is completely unrecoverable because he promoted a bot that was controlled by a bad actor and uh once once the bot you know had a high enough level and high enough trust then things started happening <laughs> yeah i mean potentially any bot you had to your server can add a backdoor into it so you don't want to yeah, so that that's definitely why we host our own bot and that's why i would always recommend that anyone that wants to take discord seriously and you know grow a bigger community if, if you want to protect yourself i would recommend running your own bot as well and we teach people how to do that all right well <clears throat> it's all cool stuff all the discord stuff i mean i seriously guys join a discord hang out with us it's a cool server um, and I mean, there's, I mean, there's always, there's always someone there, even though like there isn't like always somebody talking like I lately I've been on discord a lot. I used to be terrible about it. I'm like, I hate discord. I want to be on discord and now I'm just like glued to it. So, <laughs> um, basically I've just, and I, a lot of that too, is I've kind of switched away from like text messaging and Google hangouts and the only two um, messaging services I use now is just Facebook messages and discord and, um, discord is like the majority of that these days, especially since I've cut out hangouts because I mean, hey, let's face it. Hangouts is going to die. Well, they've already announced a, a death date, I believe. Did they? I haven't seen a date, but I mean, I mean, I don't talk to anybody using hangouts anymore, so it doesn't matter to me, I guess. I guess the, the next thing I have to be upset about is when they get rid of uh, Google music. And switch over that YouTube music. Actually, garbage. it shut down last month. Wait, Hangouts? Yep, for customers. Well, no, I mean like Hangouts as in like the app. That's what I'm talking about. They, they shut it down for G Suite customers first in October 2019. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, and it's... then they're, they're going to start shutting it down for regular users here pretty soon, too. Yeah, well, RIP, I guess. I don't know. Um, but we should probably get along with the podcast. So uh, since you are a guest, is there is there anything that you're looking forward to? In the near future? Oh, oh, absolutely. Actually, not just in the near future. Literally tomorrow. Um, <laughs> Age, Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. I've been playing the closed beta for some time. And it will be released fully tomorrow. And I'm probably going to be dead to the world because of that. Nice. Um, Age of Empires 2 is definitely near and dear to my heart. I played, you know, the first one when it, you know, I, when did I play? I, play, I played the first one back in, what, 2000 and. 
three or whatever because our, our grandmother still still had an old Windows 95 PC. Nice. And at back at back at the time, um, Microsoft actually shipped the first Age of Empires with any new Windows 95 PC. Um, so that was my first exposure to to really any sort of strategy game, honestly. Um, pretty pretty young age, and it just just grew with me. Like I I could honestly say that I passed history tests because of Age of Empires nice. too. I didn't learn shit in school. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's a good game. Yeah, that's uh, Age of Empires and like games like Stronghold and uh, Civ. Like big, were technically like learning tools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're really good. I never played through the campaign of like Age of Empires 2. That's the one I played, but um, I always just played skirmishes because I was just terrible like that. I always at least did the campaign once. Uh, similar with Command and Conquer, all kind of similar games. Yeah. There's so many campaigns now in the Definitive Edition that's coming out tomorrow because they combined all of the the you know the new campaigns that came out when Steam did the re-release as HD edition. So they got all three of those DLCs as well as you know completely brand new campaigns and the original campaigns. All of it's wrapped into the one. So like there's. I don't. I don't think I'm going to be getting through those campaigns for quite a while. I've also heard they made the AI a lot more difficult. So the uh, I think they ran it until the a single AI could beat ten of the other AIs. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, actually, actually, um, there's there's two big names in the Age of Empires community on Twitch and YouTube, and they're called Spirit of the Law and T90. And T90 actually. Um, had a video where he, you know, had, um, because one of the nice things about Definitive Edition is they actually, just because they have the new AI, you can also select to use either the HD AI or the original AI as well if you want. So he put all three of those different types of AI into the same game and you could just watch those three and how how the new AI just did things subtly, you know, more human. You know, it, it, it really understood what the meta was that humans are, are actually doing and in a way that the other AIs, it just blew it out of the way. Oh, water, it, it blew my mind, honestly. That reminds me of the time I put um, the the video game version of uh, Ticket to Ride. I pit all AIs against each other in a game, and apparently the AI in that game is programmed to never pick a wild card train. <laughs> and so every single round would go by, and they would all just never pick the wild card, never pick the wild card, until it got to a point where all four cards were a wild card, and then the game crashed. <laughs> that's that's bad AI. It's Why good would the AI not take a wild card? I don't know. It's a they're it's good a, cards. It's a core mechanic of the game, but apparently, yeah. If you it, for everyone out there, if you play Ticket to Ride against an AI on Steam, um, they'll never pick a wild card ever. I guess I never noticed because I've always played it on the mobile version and they do pick wild cards on the mobile version, at least if I recall correctly. Well, they don't on Steam. <laughs> and that uh, and that Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition, it comes with uh, 4K textures, right? Yeah, actually. Um, so they there's regular textures and then you can add on the, the Ultra HD textures if you want to. So it, it doesn't blow, you know, the install of the game, which I really like. I, I'm glad that they split that up. So... Because you know, I mean, to be honest, the, the majority of Age of Empires fans they've been playing Age of Empires two on their toaster for the last twenty years. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. you know, for them to make the leap to, to definitive edition, it's actually been a, been a huge concern about in the community that you know all these old time players that have been on their toasters like, is it gonna run DE? They don't know. So, 
Well, and I know they did that uh, that other version that they released before, and I know if you own that, you get a discount on the uh, definitive edition. What, what was that other version called? Was it just enhanced it was just edition? Or no, HD? it was the HD edition. Okay, yeah. I just knew it was like th- this. Or wasn't is... it like HD, like remastered or something like that? Yeah. No, it's just HD. Huh. I, I just know this is like this definitive edition is like more than just like better textures and everything. It's like like you said earlier, there's like a whole bunch of campaigns like. A stupid amount of campaigns. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean the the three DLCs that that Steam and and Forgotten Empires released when they did the HD edition, like that was I think literally three times the content of the original content because each DLC added five campaigns and the original content only had five campaigns. So five times, or I mean five plus another fifteen, and then I believe um, in the DE there's another five, so wow. total of twenty campaigns, and then they also have um what's called uh forgotten battles and that's just like you know one-off skirmishes and so it's just like a, a, a you know it's basically the, the miscellaneous pile for for battles that don't fit into a campaign <laughs> oh that's cool like yeah this sounds really filled out because even the uh, like i mostly just played the original i never played any of the other stuff like or the dlc or any of that stuff but the the expansions um but you can get like easily in the base campaigns like 120 hours like, yeah so. and then the community around age of empires is honestly insane that the, they they have such dedication and the kind of maps that they've been releasing especially t90 and, and his and his community his his community has been focused on trying to make the craziest maps possible with what was you know because they're still on the hd edition so they're just trying to make it interesting because it's been out you know this is a 20 plus year old game i believe the original age of empires 2 came out in 1999 um it's 2019 so yeah it's 20 years um they're, they're doing maps like <laughs> they, they they call them nothing maps um where and the the main the, the one that really kicked it off was called forest nothing and that is a map where you start out with you, your three villagers in your town center and the rest of the map is just covered in trees. You have to chop your way out and like chop your way to your allies and chop your way to, to your enemies. Um, and then from there, like it just got ridiculous. Then they started doing, you know, relic nothing. Then they started doing berries nothing, nuke nothing. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, aren't they supposed to be announcing uh, Age of Empires 4 uh, on the, uh, on the same day? Um, it's it's or, been announced, but I, I, I think that at least they're, gonna, they're showing yeah, I think something. you're right. Yeah, that they're going to talk a little, they're going to do a little bit more. Because um, I, we'll I think it's um, been I, I, known that it's in the works, but I don't think they've shown any footage. Well, actually, but, secretly, um, it was well known that ori- the original plan for Age of Empires is that it was going to be five games. And those five games correspond throughout, you know, human history. So the first game, if you recall, the first game is, you know, really ancient era is you know, um, just coming out of Africa, you know, human society, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Age of Empires 2 is, you know, the, the uh, you know, what's it called? The, the medieval era. Yeah. And then Age of Empires 3 was the colonial era. Yeah, like the um, industrial originally, revolution type stuff. Yep. Um, and and original, well, actually, uh, just like barely, you know, touching the cusp of the yeah. industrial revolution. So, um, so yeah, the, the original, according to a picture that was taken inside of, you know, I f- was it Ensemble Studios at the time that was producing Age of Empires? Um, they took a picture of, you know, the, the the timeline of those five games. And the last two games, what it appeared to be is that Age of Empires 4 was originally going to be like World War One, World War Two. And then Age of Empires Five was going to be space or future. Age of Empires Five: Modern Warfare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That that'd have been cool if they followed that path. But I know that I know there was a few other Age of Empires games in between, uh, like post three, uh, that just um, were not good. <laughs> Age of Mythology, but it, it has well, it has a cult. Has well, a Age cult of Mythology following. is actually good, but that. These yeah. games were like they had the Age of Empires banner, but they were like I'm trying to think. I oh, know. you're talking about like the browser. Yeah. Games and, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Those Gross. were a mistake. <laughs> those. I. I mean, everybody likes to pretend those didn't happen, but th <laughs> but those happened. Just like that Command and Conquer mobile game. Oh, yeah, that happened. Yeah. Oh no. Fuck that thing. <laughs> um, yeah. It sounds like they were trying to do like um, what Empire Earth accomplished in one game. <laughs> <laughs> go start from caveman and go all the way to space or civilization in literally every game yeah civ or uh god what it was rise of nations oh yeah well rise of nation mm -hmm. i guess never went to space but it got i, I think that that's unique though that the age of empires you know wanted to break it out into five games because yeah in, I, in my opinion i felt like you could get a little bit more detailed into each age yeah it's well, more fleshed out and and it focused like the the campaigns in those games were actually good like and once again history le lessons like bundled into a game well except for three yeah well we just we don't we we ignore three th three is kind of also didn't happen but like all that being said it was uh it was there's something satisfying about playing empire earth 2 and playing against somebody like because i think it was like you start like stone age then bronze age and then iron age i forget like how, how it goes past that but like uh, basically you just keep amassing cavemen in the stone age and never progress and then show up at your enemy's doorsteps while they're in the army age and just overwhelm them with an army of cavemen. <laughs> these, these guys show up at our doors with rock launchers and they just shoot us with rocks. They're hitting us with bats. <laughs> they're, my bullets do nothing. Uh, it's like in Command and Conquer Red Alert, uh, either Red Alert or Red Alert Two, but it had that uh, the cloning vats. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Like the Soviets can make all these like units. <laughs> fucking yeah, and then oh man, one of my favorite strategies though was to get you know because they had the clone that not clone they had they had the uh, flak tanks to shoot yeah. down air aircraft that could fit like six soldiers, and so like whenever like. You, you have an area that's just like, oh, we have a, I have a couple flak tanks in that area. So they think it's safe to drive over. And then you just unload all your flak troops from those tanks at the same time. It's like, oh, crap. And suddenly the sky is just on fire. It was the best. <laughs> anyway, so Justin, are you looking forward to anything? I, I'm looking forward to tearing into that Disney Plus. That's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, that, that's all you're looking forward to? I mean, well, I'm looking forward to, like, getting Death Stranding after... Uh, what about the Stadia? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, t I'm tentatively looking forward to that. Speaking of which... We, don't, um, we have no idea how, how that's going to turn out, but it's coming out, and we're going to try it out. Yeah, let, let me know when that when that gets delivered. I I, I bought both me and Justin a Stadia, even though I'm in Colorado and he's in Montana. And I actually ended up shipping both of them to Montana because Montana doesn't have sales tax. Um, so that that's great. Um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm originally from Montana anyway, so I don't feel any remorse about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, yeah uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what the Stadia is gonna do. I I really hope that it lives up to the hype, but at the same time, like it it's so easy for it to not live up to the hype. Yeah, that that gonna, launch lineup's not great, um, especially since um, the the, um, the delay of gosh, dude, well, I'm, I'm drawing a blank now. Um, ever, so Doom Eternal getting delayed. That was supposed to be another launch yeah. lineup, and yeah, 
That got delayed. There is a uh, Stadia exclusive game in that launch lineup, but yes. nobody knows anything about it yet. So, well, we'll, we'll find we'll out. <laughs> we'll find out. What is the launch lineup, by the way? I, I actually oh, haven't been paying attention. It is like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, I think Mortal Kombat, Sam- Samurai Showdown. Let me let me look. It's it's okay. Oh my gosh! Like j- just just a, on a quick uh, on a quick. Uh, they have like the like two there. They're games. saying that. Like man, it is not. It's not a great lineup. They're saying that only twelve games will be available for Stadia. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty small. <laughs> Football Manager twenty twenty. Okay. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Destiny two, um, Guilt, uh, G Y L T, which I think that's the Stadia exclusive. Yep, that's that is the Stadia um, exclusive. I think there's another Stadia exclusive, but uh, Just Dance twenty twenty, Kine. Uh, K-I-N-E, which I think that's the other Stadia exclusive. Huh. Um, Mortal Kombat 11, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Samurai Showdown. Destiny. Shadow of the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, Thumper, and Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. Hey, what happened so, to Destiny? Well, that was the second one I named. Oh, did you already say how? The, Destiny 2, the, the collection. Right. So Yeah, so all of them. Yeah, so, <laughs> but. Oh, and actually that, that one only comes with Stadia Pro. Yeah. So it's only 11 if you don't have Stadia Pro. So, oh, man, the, that 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 launch lineup looks bad. Yeah, um, we'll see. I right, we'll see what they do with it. Over there's 14 the next year. additional titles coming by the end of 2019, which includes Attack on Titan 2: Final Battle, Borderlands 3, Darksiders Genesis, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, Farming Simulator 19, Final <laughs> Fantasy 15, Football Manager 2020, uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Grid, Metro Exodus. NBA 2K20, Rage 2, Trials Rising, and Wolfenstein Youngblood. So, so how very many of those are? How many of those are included in like the pro though? Because like I know like you have to. There's a mix of like games that you can play with the subscription versus games you have to still pay for. I'm not really sure. I mean, it shouldn't really matter because you're gonna have if you got into this early period, you have three months of pro. Yeah. So which is still kind of crazy. I, think I don't really know. This doesn't break like down the difference of what comes with the base and oh, doesn't. Speaking of which, Justin, we we need to register our usernames because um, we have early access to username registration. Oh yeah, send me that. So I, I might actually be able to. I might actually be able to get just code <laughs> for once. Do it. Be the first code. But, uh, I mean, Red Dead 2, I guess, is, like, probably the biggest one on that list. Yeah. Jeez, that is sad. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I think the most important thing is testing out to see if it actually works before I get excited about playing any of these games. Yeah. Regardless uh, of the lineup. Like, I don't, I don't want to get myself excited for a lineup if I don't even know if the console's gonna work as advertised, how does oh, I, don't, I don't think we can register yet because we don't have the invite codes. Oh, really? I thought they're supposed to send those out like when you bought them. How does 480p sound? How does that sound? No. <laughs> God, Not, I'm looking at I'm looking at my invoice and I don't see huh. anything on there. Weird. Yeah. I'll look I'll look it up later. See if uh see if they if there's a place you're supposed to go for that. Um, but other than that, um, shoot, I have you watched The Mandalorian yet? Are you going to watch? Oh, you have. I was. I watched. Did you it, do all of it? I, I watched. What do you mean all of it? You watch all of The Mandalorian? Well, is it just a movie? It's is just it? well because Disney Plus is doing the old school model where they release one episode a week. Oh, they're not doing the binge Netflix model. I had no idea how they were doing any yeah. of this. And apparently, like I thought it was going to be a mix and mix of like some were 
they release all of them or they release just a couple. No, it's just um, one episode at a time for all the new shows they're putting up. So, yeah, I watched The Mandalorian. How much Kim Possible did you watch? None. I watched Brave last night. That was a mistake. I love Brave. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of the best Pixar movies. Uh, Not for me. <laughs> it's a good movie. What's I love Pixar. What's wrong with Brave? I mean, it doesn't like. I guess it, it doesn't. It doesn't like. It doesn't tug at your heartstrings like every other Pixar movie does. But I think it's pretty solid. It's entertaining. I like it as an entertaining sure. movie. I think the Croods could go toe to toe with. They're the same movie. They're all the same movie. I know um, Frost would definitely put Croods over that. Um, I don't. They're know the which, same movie though. Like at I don't the end know of the which, day, I don't know which. No, they're totally not. <laughs> but Moana's kind of the same movie. Moana's, Moana's good. better. Moana's good. Uh, Moana has the the better musical numbers. Yeah, it's got a shiny guy. I think <laughs> Moana good. also had more memorable jokes. Honestly. I don't remember any jokes. I just remember you're welcome. <laughs> That's, what I'm talking That's about. the joke. <laughs> yeah, That's yesterday the it was the top three trending things on Disney Plus last night were one, The Simpsons, two, Moana, three, Mandalorian. We're, we're going to talk about The Simpsons right here now. You're talking about The Simpsons? The Simpsons is breaking jokes because it's forced aspect ratio that is cutting things off the screen. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. So, like, uh, the one I've seen mostly floating around is the, uh, where they're at the Duff factory, and it's, like, pouring so it's like, into the Duff, Duff light, and then, uh, Duff, like, zero calorie, so but it's they're all taking, the same pipe. It's originally a four by three because it's so old, and they're just zoom cropping it? Yep. What the fuck? Yep. Why so would it's they ruining do that? certain jokes because like That's stuff's terrible. cut off the screen. Why would they do that? Like I don't think people have a problem with black boxes. I think you should just have the option to do either or. Yeah. Like, well, w- like watch it in the old you, aspect ratio or watch it in zoomed. If you have, have so you ever choose. like? Um, I guess you don't. You have a Samsung phone, right? Yeah. You can like when you're watching YouTube, you can double tap on YouTube to like zoom fit videos and stuff. Like, why can't they do something like that? Like, what? Like, I know some people really want to have that widescreen because I know like back in the day in VHS, like people would get like the the widescreen VHS even though they didn't have a widescreen TV just so because they, they felt like they could see more. And they uh they also fucked up that Star Wars scene with Han and Greedo because they keep fucking it up <laughs> they keep changing it like over and over and over again there's like six different versions oh my of it God. why why are they doing this to us so it's drumming up old arguments but apparently it's the only place you can watch those in uh the quality i think the 4k quality that's not surprising um but anyway i i don't want to talk about too too much about disney plus because i that's a th- we haven't gotten to what uh, what you're looking forward to yet. So what? Not Disney Plus. What are you looking forward to? Not Dis- Not Disney. Are Plus. you looking forward to HBO wanna, Max? No, I don't want to give any of those companies money. <laughs> I don't want to give anybody more money. I don't need more subscription money. services. Taking your money. You need to create your own subscription service. The Marcus. Subscribe to me. I'll <laughs> shout in your ears for a dollar. <laughs> um. You could be on a, a, you could have like a wake up a long time. It's like it's six a.m. Let's get to it. <laughs> Just blast your ears. It needs to have the effect that you put on there <laughs> in post editing. Um, Pokemon comes out this week. I'm looking forward to Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, well, I'm getting Sword, so I'm just looking forward to Pokemon Sword. Uh, that Star Wars game comes out. Star Wars Jedi. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of games yeah, coming the, out right now. Those two. It sounds like that Star Wars game is pretty short because a lot of reviewers that already have copies, which the reviews 
Um, it'll be the reviews will be out after this podcast is released. Yeah, but uh, we're recording on Wednesday, but they go up on Thursday. So it'll be they'll be out before after be we're done tomorrow. recording, but up before the podcast comes comes out. Yeah, but the so there's no reviews, but a lot of reviewers that I listen to podcast of, uh, they've already beaten the game, so it sounds pretty short. I'm really interested to nice. hear what uh, Giant Bomb was talking about on the, their episode this week because they're saying that like. Two of them were like, yeah, I've been playing a lot of a certain game, but I can't talk about it's it. It's probably Star Wars. You think it's Star Wars? I'm pretty sure it's Star Wars. I guess that makes sense. Because, there, yeah, there's embargoes where they're like, we can't say anything. But the one thing they did say on one of the podcasts I listened to was that uh, the difficulty, they recommend bumping it up. But I'm like, it depends on what you're going for. Because people said that about uh, freaking Outer Worlds, and I thought yeah. the base difficulty was fine. They also said the same I, thing I didn't about think it was Death Stranding, too. too. That that one I'm playing, uh, which I'll get to that. But I'm I am playing Death Stranding on normal, and I do think it's pretty easy. But uh, which is normal is somehow the like it's like the new easy mode. Well, it's like the last difficult setting. There's only one difficulty higher than normal. Yeah, that's weird. Because that's because there's like the the cinematic mode. Then there's easy. Then there's normal. And then there's hard. Huh. So I'm like technically it's I'm used one to of the more being difficult like, difficulties. I'm I'm used to that being like the bottom like easy, normal, then hard, then like Halo legendary. I'm like, used to I'm used hurt to. me plenty. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare. Make me wish I was dead. <laughs> um <laughs> the the doom difficulty. Make me throw this game across the street. I like the name Hurt Me Plenty. It's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to both those. Uh, I'm picking both those up. Um, otherwise, next week is kind of a weaker week other than Stadia, um, which comes out on the 19th. So yeah, not not a next week's not really great aside from Pokemon at the end of this week and Star Wars. Yeah. Which would be good if you're watching Mandalorian. Good time to get triple down on Star Wars, doing Mandalorian, playing and, Star Wars, yeah. and then watching Star Wars in December when yeah. the movie comes out. Well, I mean, for most people, probably hate watching Star Wars, the movie, when it comes out That's in December. That's also true. Because I mean, Star Wars those... fans are the ones who hate Star Wars the most. Oh, my God. I'm so sick similar, of hearing about that. Similar with Pokemon. It's The I people think, who hate Pokemon the worst are Pokemon fans because they're real mad about Pokemon Sword and Shield. Also, like I'm seeing it's a similar trend. It seems to be like the case with almost every fan base because I'm seeing like a lot of people like in the synthwave community that like hate the 80s for some reason. <laughs> you live long enough to see yourself become the like, villain. Like why? Why do you? If you're a synthwave artist, why do you hate the 80s? Like that makes no sense. What are you doing? I think it just happens. Why are you here? Being submerged in it for so long. <laughs> I mean, somebody uh, I heard uh, talking about Pokemon being like, "Why do you like Pokemon? It's the same thing like all the time." And it's like, so is every other game on the planet. <laughs> yeah, like when you when you boil a game down to like its core you, elements, it's, if you it's play all the same. Any franchise, at the, especially at this point, a lot of franchises are hitting like seventh, eighth, like 10, 15 releases. Yeah. Like you name it, they're all kind of the same. I mean, there's people out there that still play FIFA every year. I mean, it's the same exact game to the point where they forget to take out numbers. It's great. Uh, so that's at least all I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm sure there's TV stuff that I'm not talking about. I, I've been meaning to get into Watchmen and watch the... Is that on the HBO Max? Yeah, that's on HBO. Uh, I've been meaning to watch that. Uh, there's also... Uh, what, what's it called? Uh, His Dark Materials or Dark Dark Materials. The... Uh, the Golden Compass. 
no. <laughs> not the Golden Compass, but, but the <laughs> what the Golden yeah the Golden Compass is the first book in the is it his Dark Materials I think it is, uh, uh, sure. but the, it's the that book series that there's now an HBO series of uh, I mean I heard the Golden Compass movie wasn't great I watched it nope. I watched it and I thought the polar bear fighting was cool that's, but that's probably the best part of that movie <laughs> yeah that's the only good part a polar bear gets his jaw knocked off yeah that's pretty brutal yeah. <laughs> It's but metal. that's also on HBO and uh, Silicon Valley also on HBO. I've been meaning to watch that last season. I've never seen any of that. You should watch at least the first season. I think the first season is probably the best. The other seasons are good, but you would like it because you like uh, King of the Hill. So it's a Mike Judge <laughs> production. Ugh, yeah, I know. Like I, I love Mike Judge. It's just I don't know why I've never. You're also a giant nerd, so you'd like it. I know. I there. I've seen so many like clips and like I. I know I'm gonna like this, but it's just so much stuff for me to get to. Yeah, there's too much. I mean, I've now we have like we have these all these new streaming services, and now I'm like, great, more content. I'm never gonna get to experience. That's all it really is. Great. Guess I'll watch thirty seasons of Simpsons. Yes, <laughs> it's really getting bad. Like for me, across all of my streaming services, and then also in all of my various game libraries. Like in my game, in just my Steam library, and I have multiple game libraries. But in Steam alone, it, let's see what I got here. I got oh, wait, I have way too many on four hundred and four hundred and sixteen games. And out of, of those four hundred and sixteen games, I've only completed eighteen. <laughs> story or single player games a, a, a good chunk of them are multiplayer games and they're not you know they can't technically be completed I'm i don't think i even have like category. i don't even think i have 200 games on my steam list i feel like i have too many <laughs> yeah I've, i have to sort it out into uh it looks like i have 10 categories here 10 or 11 categories to keep things all i have like a top 10 list on steam like those same games i keep going back to and i never touch anything else yeah, that, yeah, I have I have my favorites up at the top, and four of my twenty favorites are Age of Empires, <laughs> and then yep. another two are Civilization five and six. So see, it's upsetting that I'm not even a PC gamer, and I have like over two hundred games on Steam. <laughs> like I'm like, how did this happen? Humble Bundle. What happened to me? I don't even do Humble Bundle. You didn't? That's how I got mine. I was like, I think I did yeah. two summer sales, and then it just like, <laughs> holy shit. You buy like well, you buy like one of those like mega packs that they do for like fifty bucks, and you get like thirty games just off of that. Yeah, that's oh, like the the Yogg's cast or whatever. Yeah, when they do one of those, or like when they did like the Steam pack, and you can get like like the ultimate every, orange box, and it's like yeah. every freaking Valve game ever made. Yeah, and you're just like, well, that's like. 20 games right there. Got Honestly, I, I haven't gone, I haven't logged into Humble Bundle in a long time, and we're even like LGA is a, is a, what is it called? Um, an affiliate. With Humble, I mean, that's the, yeah. honestly the only reason why I've logged into Humble recently. It's just <laughs> it just got so bad for me at a point where like I I have, I believe at this point I have enough content just in my Steam library alone that would entertain me until I die. Wow. Yeah, the Humble Bundle is like going this weird direction where like cuz now they're like they have like a straight up store where you can buy games and now they have like several bundles going like they have like a new one every week or something like I remember when it was like every couple months there'd be like a new Humble Bundle and it was like something to be excited for and I got like the first few of those but now it's like oh there's another Humble Bundle that I'm not going to buy cuz I'm not going to touch any of those games. It's it's hard these days. Well, it sucks with Humble Bundle as well when you you're like I own like three of those games in that pack. Yeah, it's like is it, it worth it to spend that money to get the other ones that I don't have? <laughs> and because then you're you like, can't what? even like 
get some sometimes you can't um like, gift the codes yeah sometimes you can't gift the codes or um yeah I, I don't know i have way too many steam games and i wish that i i i want them to get at least start the, some sort of feature where i can just at least give games away to people that are in my library like can i just give someone my game that i'm never gonna play I mean, I'm just like, uh, like Aiden was saying that I'm like, we're all of us probably at a point where that grown ass gamer conundrum where yeah, it's just the GMG. like, I, I have so many games and there is zero chance I can beat all of them. Yeah. Yeah. That GMG I, concept is very real. I, I have PS2 games that I still haven't gotten around to that I bought in PS2 era. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, Ultimately, what I'm hearing here from everyone is that when Elon Musk makes his Neuralink, you know, brain mesh thing, we're all gonna it just needs play to games at the same it, time. <laughs> exactly, it needs to be able to to multi-stream. It needs to be multi-threaded gaming right into your fucking brain. <laughs> just experience multiple games at the same time. <laughs> I'm gonna puke. <laughs> Yeah, just like all of the wavelengths and all of the light spectrums just wash over you all at once. Yeah, he's playing like thirty games of Civ. <laughs> yeah, he's playing with all the AIs against yeah, himself. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're multi-boxing World of Warcraft. You're just like <laughs> you have like fifty just, instances just of World of Warcraft the going. The same Age of Empires game over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing how you can just perfect it and get them like the most efficient way to beat it. Um, well, we should probably move on to what we've been playing. So I guess well, before we move on, I apologize. I actually do want to jump back. What you I'm got? Sorry for jumping back. I did not realize that we could talk about TV as well because one oh, uh, yeah. TV show that I think uh, I definitely want to bring up is The Expanse. Thank you, Jeff Bezos, for saving The Expanse. Yeah, <laughs> it's the one um, good thing he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that'll be coming out December thirteenth, and I have to honestly say, when I watched The Expanse, like especially the last season i felt like a few of those episodes in that in that season were some of the best just hours of of tv entertainment i've ever i've ever experienced so far in my life yeah i i, I still haven't gotten quite into it. i've seen a couple episodes and i do like what i've seen but it just it was just boils down to like what do i have time to do do i want to sit down and watch an hour-long episode of something when i get home or or do i want to do something else and usually it's do something else <laughs> You know what helps? The Nintendo Switch. You can do both, kind yeah, of. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Watch <laughs> TV that, with that, Nintendo that Switch. You could do uh, oh, two no. things oh, poorly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two things poorly. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can watch part of a TV show and not remember it and play a game that you won't remember. <laughs> you know, actually, I'm, I'm curious why uh, Xbox doesn't allow you to do picture-in-picture picture like, you know, They Netflix. used to. Oh, really? With the first iteration, it, you that was the thing you could do, is you could do picture-in-picture picture with, uh, like, movies and, and play games. Um, but they got rid of it because the interface was, like, terrible. But you could have been watching football while playing uh, Halo. Yeah. While playing football. <laughs> yeah. You just... Yeah. I, it's, it was, I don't know. I didn't like the interface when that first came out. Um, but yeah, so I guess since you mentioned the expanse, what, what other, um, what other stuff have you, have you been playing or watching, um, recently? So what have I been, have I been watching or playing? So yeah. as far as, as far as playing, I have a lot to talk about since the last time I was on here, honestly, and I was out of commission for quite a long time. And that was also contributing to why I never got onto the podcast because I, my computer was so screwed up. I don't know what was going on. I believe it was something with the motherboard and the RAM. Um, but I just, it would not launch anything 
more complex than Age of Empires 2, nice. <laughs> honestly, and that's why I, I I was playing a lot of Age of Empires 2. It was it was a powerful machine. Um, at at the time, I I just I don't know what happened there. It, it I actually had to take one of the RAM sticks out. Anyways, long story short, let's get to the games. Uh, the games that I've been playing, um, I've been really excited about Cultist Simulator. I've been going through that. I'm really sad that what happened to the Weather Factory is the creators of Cultist Simulator happened. Um, some controversy, some Harvey Weinstein type of controversy. You know, just it, it's it's such a common thing that's been happening. And, and, you know, there's there's definitely good reason in this situation, though. I'm just for me, I'm just really sad that that caused a game which a lot of people were looking forward to that has nothing to do with the situation caused that game that now it's, you know, may never come out because of that. And just that really pisses me off. But um, some of the other games that I've been playing, I've been getting into uh, Enderal. Um, it's a total conversion mod for Skyrim, and it has its own complete storyline and its own characters. And I think that it's, in my opinion, has a better storyline and, and better um, fighting mechanics than at, at least ba- baseline Skyrim. You know, not talking about mods, but, but um, baseline Skyrim, I think it beats easily. And huh. so, and anyone that ha- already has Skyrim, definitely go check out Enderal because it's free. Um, it's it's literally just a, another mod that you it's it, it's like it's like a, its own game on Steam. You can go look up your own game. Or, I mean, you can go look up Enderal as if it's, it was its own game, but it does require you, that you have um, Skyrim installed. And then so, for um, TV shows, um, I've I've been trying to catch up on the anime. I feel like I've been missing out on the anime recently. Not not feeling weeb enough, I guess. So. <laughs> Been getting to, into Ultramarine Magmel. Um, it's a really cool Netflix. I watched um, some of the show. It's I I thought that the that the premise was really interesting. It's it's basically like it, it's it's a it's a new age of discovery, or it's it's a, it's a new rush for you know the the new new world. <laughs> yeah, like a new um, continent shows up in like the yeah, middle of the ocean. <laughs> it's it's like it's like twenty first century colonialism, you know, on steroids. And like the the main character is like a. He takes people kind of on like a safari almost. He's supposed to take people through Magmel, but he's got like superpowers, kind of. Yeah, I'm not. I yeah, I, I could never really figure out like what the purpose of him having to follow has, those people was. Yeah, and he has like a maker power. He can make stuff. That <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's it. Um, it sounds like stupid how I'm saying it, but it it seemed all right. The other anime that is worth mentioning um, would be. Kengen Ashuran or Ashura. So Kengen good. Ashura. That new season is so I love good. It. Oh my god. I, I that was great. Um I I was trying to ex- uh, describe it to to Frost and um it's very well, how, power how fantasy but yeah like, I'm like, I I I have to go look I I love the uh the companies that are like very much you you Nintendo. know what companies they are yeah they're they're named like ever so slightly off of what the actual company is but they I, uh I, I, have fighters that represent them in this the kengan annihilation tournament uh where they're like essentially fights to the death <laughs> yeah they had mackie and and donald or whatever oh, for, for, for mickey Disney. and donald duck I, oh man so I, I, good I, <laughs> I, I spiritually I, I relate on a spiritual level with with that Mickey fighter. <laughs> yeah, the uh, 
super fat Nintendo person. Like, who he was, like, this, uh, from, like, a nomadic tribe that was in, basically, like, their equivalent of the Himalayas, and then it was just, like... They pulled him into modern society, but since the company was Nintendo, he started like getting addicted to video games and like eating junk food, and he was just huge. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, I, I I really look forward to that show. Um, if you haven't watched it, you should also watch Baki the Grappler. As much as the characters in that look disgusting, but it's very similar to that show. Okay, I'll definitely give it a look. Which is also on Netflix. Uh, very, They're cut from like the same cloth, to the extent that I actually had to look up to see if the mangas were the same creator. I'm having a coughing, dying attack over here. <laughs> so what else you got going on? Yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me recently. Um, okay. I mean, I've watched a lot more, but they're not <laughs> as great as the ones that I've talked about, and I've already talked enough. <laughs> All right, uh, Marcus, what have you been... Uh, what have been playing? Yeah, what have you been doing? Oh, God, there's doing? so much. Got, um, I know you've been getting into some stuff. I, I finished The Outer Worlds. Uh, that game is fantastic, fan Yeah, you started it after me and then beat it before me. <laughs> I mean, that's no surprise there, but... And I did do... I'm pretty sure... It, I, I did every side quest I came across. I'm not sure if that's all of them. There might yeah. be, like, one or two I'm missing. Uh, there seems like there's probably about, uh, anywhere from like six to like 12 side quests per planet. Oh, okay. So I did pretty much all of them as far as I know. I did, I did all the companion quests. Um, Sam doesn't have one. I guess his companion quest is making him. Yeah. Uh, he's the robot companion on the ship. Yeah. I did eventually switch to him as my like permanent endgame companion. Oh really? Is he that, that good? Um, I, I think his, his special is really good because he, like, dunks on some foos. <laughs> um, but he shoots, uh, like, acid everywhere. Oh, God. He, he doesn't have weapons you can put on him because he just, which this is kind of a benefit of having him, he he, he has, like, built-in weapons, so they level up with him. Oh, okay. So he, he kind of so, inherently has good stats. You don't have to, like, monitor his equipment. Yeah, and since, like, all the characters just level with you, there's no, like, worry about, like having to go out with certain people and level them up. But yeah, I did. I hit level 30 in that, uh, which I don't know if that's max, but at least there's a trophy for hitting level 30 and there isn't one past that. I mean, not a trophy, but a, well, if you're playing on PlayStation, I guess there's a trophy, but there's yeah. a achievement for that. Achievable. So, um, but yeah, that, uh, I, I did mention to you that in the last level, um, I, my game crashed like three times in a yeah. row. I, I don't really know what was supposed to happen in the room because there's this like, you, I'm going through and I'm killing like so many guys in this last segment. I don't want to spoil any of it really, but they, I'm killing like all these foos. <laughs> and I go as you do in a game. And there's a room I open and I look in there and there's a guy standing in front of a green screen and there's like two uh, auto mechanicals in there. And then as soon as I walked in, it almost like locked up like it was supposed to go to a talking sequence, but I'm huh. not really sure. And then it just like locked up and then like, you know, started making the and then like my whole game like just would shut oh, out. And the first time that happened, I had to replay back up to that door, which really sucked. Oh, God. Um, since I had to kill so many people. <laughs> but... I, I get back up to that door and then I make a save outside and then I go in and it happens again. And then I was like, well, two times that's like, that could just happen. <laughs> and then I, so I do it a third time and it does it again. So then the fourth time I boot into it, I'm getting smart here. I just shoot into the room and, <laughs> and pull all these, like I pull the auto mechanicals and like the guy out and we just killed him. And then I just could just walk through the room. <laughs> so I don't know what was going on. I don't know if I had like weird like overflow because maybe my robot companion 
and maybe the all the auto mechanical. There was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. But I'm playing on an Xbox One S, so I am playing on like not even the base hardware. Like I'm playing on a superior version of the original hardware. Yeah. I mean, I guess they did put out a patch recently. Kind of, they're addressing some big things that. Ha- some big glitches in the game, so that might have been it. Oh, and I did botch one quest, which I do have a save outside of it, so I may I can like roll it back if I want and do that if I want. But it was uh, on uh, Byzantine or Byzantium, whatever the hell the, that place is. Uh, you there's like a what is it? You, you have to. It's it's like a dress place, so you can like model some clothes. <laughs> um, but. I had already pissed off like everybody on that planet. <laughs> uh, so I'm in there like trying to do the quest and then guards just run in there and they start shooting me. So then the person behind the counter who's the quest giver starts shooting me, <laughs> which made no sense. And then they, I didn't even kill them. One of my companions did. And then it was like, you failed the quest. And I was like, well, <laughs> no. great. And I was like, well, I'm already like just, I wanted to finish the game that night. So I yeah. just like forged ahead but i have a save like right before that one of the guys on giant bomb said that they accidentally killed bavardi before she ever became a companion that's super upsetting that's a really good character yeah Um, so they just never they should have never got bavardi as a companion in the game that's weird because that's like one of the best companions because he was just like well he was like strolling through and there's something going on and he attacked somebody and then i guess she attacked him and so he just killed her you know what's uh, crazy? You, you know who voices Pravardi? Who's that? Ashley Birch. Oh, really? Yeah, who's uh, known for lots of other roles, but uh, Tiny Tina from uh, Borderlands yeah. is, was her like breakout role. But then she was in uh, what's that? What's that game called? Strange. Uh, Life. Life is strange. Yeah. yeah I, was say, I always Life keep thinking things. Things is strange. Things. Life is strange. But, but life is strange. Uh, was the one she won a bunch of awards for. But she's been yeah. in like several. She's uh, plays Allo- Aloy in. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which we talked huh. a little bit about last week. But yeah, she's a very prolific voice actress at this point, which is interesting because she started uh, with a YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, impressive work. Uh, really good character. And, and I always think like the the breadth of her work is impressive. Like, yeah. All her characters are very different. And like, I I didn't even know that was her. So that that's just telling you how varied her voice work is. Such a very, uh, very nervous voice, Pavardi. Yeah, it really good, real yeah. good characterization. Um, I, I think she deserves a reward for that role, but who that's knows? There, there was a lot of impressive, uh, impressive. We'll find out during the Keeley Awards. Yeah, during the Keeleys, uh, there there was a lot of impressive uh, acting work done in games this year, especially uh, Death Stranding, which I can talk about. Uh, yeah. I, played, I played some Death Stranding. I'm a, I'm only in uh, chapter two, so I'm not that far in. So you're like a UPS driver now. Right? You are not a UPS driver. Um, <laughs> So most of the beginning of that game is a lot of cutscenes, very cutscene intensive. Um, I think for the first two hours, I had maybe 30 minutes of play. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there was like cutscenes constantly. So basically, whenever I get this game, I better like do it on the weekend and make sure I have a few hours. Yeah, you're going to want disposal. a lot of time. You're going to want a lot, a lot of time. But uh, that, that game's cool. I, I, like, I need to play more. I, I've been meaning to get to it, but I'll I'll explain uh, away my problems later. Uh you you are uh, Norman Reedus, or in this case Sam Porter Bridges, um, and you are a porter. <laughs> and you deploy bridges. And you deploy bridges. Yes, uh, ladders. Sorry, can yeah, be bridges. Uh, but yeah, you do deliver packages, uh, which packages can range from any number of things, 
and there's uh like lost packages that you can pick up from like other players that will just be on the ground and you can pick those up and deliver them and you can uh you can three you can build a like 3d printer or 3d print like uh drop off areas that will also appear in other people's games and so, they can use those. So really you're you're Tom Hanks and Castaway. Yeah. <laughs> Kinda. You're delivering uh, packages. But the whole world has gone awry. You're in the States and everything's gone to shit. Um the there's the president, quote unquote, but you're like, what is, what are you even the president of? Like the United States doesn't really exist anymore. Uh so you're the United like cities, uh Basically, but everything's kind of disconnected because of the BTs, which are these spirits that have bled into the real world. And if you, I talked a little bit about this last week, but if you, uh, a human touches a BT, it basically is like an atom bomb going off where like just a whole bunch of stuff will get wiped out. Now, your character is kind of immune to that. And I say immune to that being like, if you're touched by a BT, it still does this like explosion thing or like removal but you don't die because you're uh, what's called a dooms, uh, which is, yeah, it's a lot of Kojima-ass Kojima terms because there's the BTs, uh, which I'm sure stands for something, but they haven't explained that yet. There's the uh, BBs, which are the bridge babies. Uh, and then there's dooms, which stands for, for something, I'm sure, but they haven't explained that yet because it's dooms all capped, all, all caps. And those seem to be like special people that are almost like, like almost like they don't have a soul or something. Like, they're, there's something special about them. They're doomers. They're millennials. They're collecting <laughs> likes. Which is, yeah, there's... Well, th- those those are mules, and also all in caps. There, there are the, uh, the... The people who attack you are called mules, and they're people who are addicted to likes. They, they basically want to steal your stuff and do deliveries to get the likes. <laughs> oh, which, there, there's a really cool like sound when you get it. That's just... It's a cool sound. Um, and the codex sounds, every guy who contacts you on codex... Uh, has a unique sounder. Yeah, I was hearing like, that on Giant Bomb. They mentioned that. Yeah, when they buzz a in, a couple of the guys have the same similar sounding codecs. There, yeah, there's two that sound similar, but they're they are all different. Um, so the yeah, there's I mean, Dead Man who is uh, so it's like custom ringtones. Yeah, it, it really is, but they're <laughs> unique jingles. I kind of want to make one of them my uh, phone uh, text notification. Nice, because it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, uh, Gilmo del Toro plays Dead Man. Um. Everybody has almost like Mega Man esque names, but they, yeah, um, yeah, everybody, which I guess they explain their names, even though all of them make sense like up front. Like, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not even far enough that they explain themselves, but I'm already like, I get it. Like, I, I so get why a, you're called this. Is like, there a ladder man? No, there's a person named Fragile. <laughs> and as soon as you run into her, you're like, she does kind of a, th- a reveal and then you're just like, okay, that's why you're called fragile. Like <laughs> instantly you're like, okay, I get it. And then as soon as dead man walks, dead man walks up and like, he's like, I'm this, you're like, okay, I get why you're called dead man. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't need more explanation of uh, why you're that. Um, have you come across Justin Roiland yet? No. Is he actually in there? I don't know. I'm just, um, uh, uh, Junji Ito is in there. That's not surprising. It's not surprising, but yeah, it's, uh, just interesting that they're in there. Um, I haven't run into them yet because I guess that all that stuff takes place in the the preppers that are kind of the side quest that give you extra stuff are uh, mostly in chapter three, which I'm not quite to yet. Um, but I, I really like the game. You, uh, the people I can recommend this game to because I find this I do find this game incredibly hard to recommend. I know some people are like there's there's two sides of the fence on this 
of people being like, this game completely sucks or it's awesome. Um, yeah. And there's hardly any middle ground. And I know Kojima made a statement, which I kind of, I hate his statement, to be honest. I think it's arrogant, uh, but he recently made a statement saying that the the game reviewed poorly in the West, but is reviewing very well in your in places like Europe. And basically, he said Death Stranding flies above uh, first person shooter games. And I'm like, you're being very arrogant about what your game is. To be <laughs> honest, um, it's a stranding but, game. But I did talk the other week about how uh, I, I I indeed do think. If you if you're into FPS games, this is not a game for you. But who this is a game for is uh, people who play Skyrim, and you know how there's like a mountain in the middle of Skyrim. Yeah. If you are the type of person who throws yourself at that in determination to just climb it instead of just going around it to take the normal paths up, if you're like those kind of people who like to find stupid paths to get over things instead of going a normal route around it, that's who's playing this game. That's who this game is for. Yeah, that's I, all I this game is about. I you could just climb up cliff faces. For, it's like very it's difficult to do it in this game, but you have to like build ladders and stuff, but yeah. it's you, you can basically get up anything. Um, I spent a long time getting up this mountain uh, that I didn't need to get up, but I got up there, <laughs> and there was a bunch of uh, Kyrillium deposits. Now, I know you're probably like, what's Kyrillium? And I'm glad you asked. <laughs> because I don't know. No. Um, I really don't. Uh, <laughs> it, it's the uh, Chekhov's gun of this whole game, really. Yeah. Uh, it's, the, it's basically the thing that this whole game uh, hinges on, which becomes Kyrillium is like a new element uh, that is kind of like internet. Um, so w when you're reconnecting these uh, places, when you, you, you bring them online, you bring them onto the chiral network. So, so once again, Kyrillium, uh, and you have to, t when you're making the, the establishing connections with these cities, you tie what's called a chiral knot. <laughs> um, but so what you're saying, this is internet too. And Elon yes. Musk needs to get on top of this. Hideo Kojima Musk must, <laughs> uh, but people are allergic to to Kyrillium, so uh, I'm sure you've seen a lot of images of people. It turns them into mules and drives them crazy for them likes. No, you've seen people crying in this game a lot. That's a lot of what this game is, but they're they're crying because it's an allergic reaction to Kyrillium. Uh, and the early on, you have to uh, hike this body up this, take this body on this really long hike uh, to to the uh, the the burners. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you, you gotta burn this body. But the reason the uh, area to burn bodies is so far away is because when you burn a body, it dispels a bunch of a chirillium into the atmosphere. And once again, people are allergic to that. But it's internet. But you need it. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't, I don't know how they're transmitting so messages through just this more overt messaging. The chiral from network. It, it it really is. But and there's upside down rainbows. I don't know what all that's about. <laughs> Um, there's a BT who got its hands on me and then it was like, cause it gets like nasty grabbers popping out of the ground of this like black tar if they get real close to you. Yeah. And then, uh, there was like a, it like pulled me really far away and then it was like a, this giant, uh, like a beached whale, this black tar beached whale and it was like flapping around and I was just running from it. But of course, because I'm selfish, I was like picking up my packages along the way <laughs> and throwing them on my back cause I was like, that gotta look out for number one, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Are you, while you're doing that, are you throwing the pizza sideways and they're getting all fucked up? Uh, no, <laughs> I haven't got to the pizzas yet. Oh, um, I've just been uh, laying down some ladders, building like bridges across little waterways, 
Um, you have uh, ropes that are made out of your blood. <laughs> wow. I also haven't gotten to the poo-poo pee-pee grenades. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be honest, as someone who has never like played Death, I've heard of it, but I've never seen any any really trailers. I've I never mean, even played if you've it, seen like, the trailers. The, the words that are coming out of your mouth are like, what are you saying? I mean, even if you've seen the trailers, this would mean nothing to you. But there's poo-poo pee-pee grenades. <laughs> That's the important part. That's <laughs> I'm it, like, what harvest, are all these Do you make words? the pee grenades from the mushrooms you harvest? Hey, th- this is why you're, you're saying, like, what are these words? And that's, I've been like that for the last, like, three hours of the game. Because <laughs> they don't really explain it. They it's, just, they just dump there. it on you. There. And you're just supposed to, like, context clues what the fuck any of this means. Um, and, and that's, like, that's Kojima, really, at the end yeah. of the day. Because he, uh, Granted, he does do a lot of research, so I think, like, Metal Gear is a good example where they use a lot of, like, military uses abbreviations, like, uh, just so many abbreviations, and he uses a lot of those abbreviations, but zero explanation of what the fuck they mean, typically. Yeah, so, it was funny as, uh, uh, two, th- two things that, uh, when, when Giant Bomb was talking about this, and they're, they're saying, like, when people are describing the game and they're like well it's just a kojima game and then they're like well first of all fuck you (laughs) which isn't really like i actually heard them say that and then i thought like no because because there's been a few people on there that actually do like kojima games but they don't like death stranding but i don't think it's apt to just dismiss that argument yeah because i think uh Especially, I, Metal- I think it really is a Kojima game. Especially, Phantom Pain is yeah. a good example. I'm like a lot of what I I specifically did in Phantom Pain was traveling from point to point. Like, granted, when I got to the points, I was like knocking out a bunch of people, um, but mostly I was just running from zone to zone, which yeah. is kind of what this is. But then the other thing was like um, something I thought was actually pretty interesting and probably another weird thing that another weird messaging thing that Kojima wanted to show was. Um, when they described what the world looked like with like what people were leaving out um, before the game was out to the public and it was only just people that were reviewing the game and playing the game so that they could talk about it before the game comes out versus now that the game is out and then logging in and looking at the landscape of now it's just like this hellscape of people just leaving shit everywhere and people like putting vehicles next to each other and hoping that their vehicles chosen first or whatever they put out is chosen first so that they can get the most likes on it and stuff. And it's basically, it seems like it's more of like a, um, like a, a message like, look at people just ruining the planet with all their shit. <laughs> well, and, and it's supposed to be kind of about that. Cause that's, uh, like metal gear two in many ways is about memes, but it was before memes existed, like, or at least in a, in like a, in popular culture type. Yeah. Sense. Like it, it the word meme just didn't exist yeah. at, the, at the time that game was made. See, meme was really a thing that, that as a word, that started really happening around, I want to say, 2010, 2011. Yeah, and Sons of Liberty came out in, like, 2000, I think 2000, 2000, 2001. Yeah. Maybe, I, I don't know. It was, like, one of the first PS2 games that came out. It was back when memes were, like, uh, YTMND. <laughs> yeah. But you're the man now, dog. But yeah, it is kind of uh or I, I think of how like the the game does heavily criticize social media, which is funny. Uh <laughs> but because it's like all the talk on social media. Yeah. But but even like that is kind of like a criticism on uh reposting. Yeah. Of like I'm gonna do t- do the same thing you did, yeah. but maybe like an inch closer. Yeah. And uh I'm gonna do it after you and get more points than you because you were the first to do it and I'm reposting it. 
Yeah, I, like Reddit mentality. Yeah, I mean, it, all of it's a big critic. Like the mules are obviously a criticism on like the people being obsessed with the dopamine hits from like getting likes on stuff. Should have called them gallo boobs. I guess. <laughs> and I mean, you're uh, that's you're, a deep reference for any redditor out there. Your communicator device is literal handcuffs. <laughs> literally a freaking handcuff. It's, it's so stupid. Uh, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to getting my hands on it, this game. <laughs> it, it, it 100% is not a game for everybody. Like I, I think it's a game for me. <laughs> but it, it's cool. It, it's a cool thing. It looks gorgeous. Like it's once again one of those games where you're like, how the fuck is this running on the PS4? Like, I, I just have a base PS4 and it hasn't like hitched or anything. Like it doesn't have any hiccups or stammering. Your PS4 sound like it's just like. A it, car with NOS installed. Yeah, it, it, my PS4 doesn't sound good. But it, it, <laughs> that game's running like sounds like a V8 now. <laughs> <laughs> God. Um. Anyway, that was one of the big games I checked out. Uh. But I, I plan to play a lot more of that. Uh. This this weekend, I did take tomorrow and uh, Friday off work, so I'll I'm gonna jam through a bunch of that game uh, this weekend. But mostly and for gonna Pokemon. Pokemon so and gonna play a lot of Pokemon as well. Pokemon uh, Sword. Yeah, but the, I played some uh, After Party, uh, which is the game by that Oxenfree team. Uh, How close to getting out of hell did you get? Oh, I'm not close at all. <laughs> I, I, I really just d- d- like dunked the toe in there. I haven't even met Satan yet. Oh, really? Um, so I'm not like super deep, but I probably played an hour, hour and a half of it. I need to clear some space in my Xbox so I can download it. It, it seems all right, but I never played Oxenfree, so I can't really like I'm not the best litmus test for that. But, you know, I went around talking to people. Um, you're, you're at least where I'm at. You're like, I still don't know exactly how uh, you and uh, well, I guess I should uh, set this up first. So y- you guys, the game starts and you're at a party and then you're apparently not really at a party. You died somehow, but you don't know how you died. And you and your friend uh, are trying to navigate hell, but hell has re- weird rules. And uh, Satan's like, he's a party man. Uh, and I'm going to go visit him. And everybody gets doled out there like tortures and you're assigned a demon that's supposed to like... Be, be tailor made just for you, but they have uh, demons have shifts. <laughs> so, yeah, and the, like when you when you drink, you do get extra dialogue options. Huh. Um, and like I, I, in the first part, I had to get into this guy's party, uh, which apparently he's a serial killer. But uh, <sighs> th- this is light spoilers because like this is in the first like 20, 30 minutes of the game. But anyway, I had to like impress uh, him to get into his party. Uh, so there's several ways you can go about this. It seemed like you could uh, cause a scene and like so the bouncer would get distracted so you could sneak upstairs. Um, you can play beer pong and you could win at beer pong and then he would be impressed and let you upstairs. But I lost at beer pong because I wasn't great at aiming the ball. <laughs> uh, but I th- I hurled a lot of insults uh, and he liked my insults. So then I got invited upstairs. I, I feel nice. he would have let me upstairs anyway, but... I was throwing some great insults, and I think the dialogue is well written. Uh, but you bounce between the two characters, uh, so that's interesting. I guess I, I don't know how I feel about these characters right now. They're not great. I guess I don't know. <laughs> One of them's named Milo, and I forget the other character's name. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I may play more of that. I may not. Uh, I I, uh, I played more. Uh, Ring Fit Adventure. I, I, blast I those ass cheeks. I, I, I blasted my booty. Uh, that game, apparently, I, I was just curious uh, how many worlds that game has. 
So I'm in world five. Uh, it has 20 worlds. What the fuck? 20 worlds, 100 levels. Uh, I'm going to be playing it for a while. Give out Jesus. Um, I don't want to talk too much about that because I've talked. It's more of the same, really. Ad nauseum. Just... It's, but I am, I'm just noting that I am continuing that. It's it's fun. Uh, it's been worth its money, I think. Um, I, I But the, the game I played the most, uh, and I kept meaning to play Death Stranding, to be honest, but I felt I needed to jam through this just to get it out of the way. Uh, was uh, Mario and Sonic. <laughs> Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo Olympic Games 2020. Did you beat that? I did beat that. Uh, there's 20 chapters in that, so it's get longer gold? than it should be. Uh, you have to get gold. Uh, <laughs> and once again, the story in that is ridiculous. There's so much dialogue. There's a stupid amount of dialogue in it, which eventually I just mashed through because I didn't care. Like yeah, I'm like, cares? I get what's going on, uh, but I just didn't care about the dialogue. Um, even though there were some funny bits in there, but it just it wasn't enough for me to like devote a bunch of reading time. Yeah. So I put on uh, I put on Worst Cooks in America on Hulu, and I just watched uh, this cooking show and I had a good time watching that while I played through Mario and Sonic because there is about fifteen to twenty minutes of dialogue per uh, event. So you do a race, and then you get twenty. 15 to 20 minutes of dialogue and then you do like another event and get another 20 like 15 20 minutes of dialogue um wow. so mario mario sonic bowser uh eggman uh all which which i guess i got this wrong last week he is both robotnik and eggman simultaneously uh but but i think they're mostly labeling him eggman uh and i'll i'll get to that a little bit more in a bit but i just wanted to clarify my error from the other week a little bit, but I do think Eggman is mostly what they're sticking with. Um, yeah, but they get sucked into the this this game that is like the the Tokyo Olympic Games sixty uh, four. Uh, so they go back to they're in weird nineteen sixty four, which is pixelated <laughs> for some reason. Uh, it's like sixteen bit, which is weird because it's sixteen bit because like Sonic and uh, Robotnik are sixteen bit, but yeah. Mario and Bowser are eight bit. Um, and you do like weird uh, mini games that are kind of like almost Excite Bike X esque, like they're simple uh, games that are made for old old timey old times. Uh, yeah, and and those those are all right. Um, the game does have like a ton of accessibility options, like. Almost every game has three uh, control modes, which I think the button pressing is actually the weakest, but that's actually what I mostly did. Um, I think the motion controls are the superior way to play. I think they're more entertaining, personally. <laughs> yeah. But it's cool that there's a lot of options. Uh, and I think the mini games are actually great, but the fact that you, the story mode doesn't let you... like It, it almost like prohibits you from playing them. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of weird characters in there, and a lot that I've never heard of. Really? Do you know who Nega... Eggman is nope. never heard of this person. It's apparently I, I can't remember. He's from a lot of Sonic games because I had to look it up. Um, but he's in the game. He he looks like uh, Robotnik, but with white hair and a white mustache. Uh, apparently, he's from a world that's 200 years in the future, and he's just a, a relative. And he actually hates <laughs> he hates Eggman. What? I don't understand. Uh, I, I think he's from the same world that Silver's from. Uh, but there was like weird uh, demons in there. I don't know what game they're from, <laughs> but they're like weird monsters. Like uh, yeah. Jet. Like there, there's a lot of the characters from like uh, Sonic Heroes. The Chaotics are there. Um, yeah, just just a, a lot of Sonic characters. A lot of Sonic characters. Um, but yeah, the the story is not so great. I wish they. It sucks because they could have made this uh, a great game. 
if they just didn't write so much dialogue. It, it's like they should have been showing instead of telling, which I think is something the uh, Mario Tennis did better. And just it, not so much dialogue. Like, who was this game made for? Like, I should have been doing several events. And that, that comes to my other biggest complaint is the uh, multiplayer. You you pick individual events. So it'd be like fencing. And then you'll just play around of fencing. And that's it. Like, why, <laughs> why, like, why can't I just be like running events and then it would do like or like track and field and it would be like six seven track and field so it it, events and then it would just tally up uh who who got the most golds like or do a tally of like gold silvers and like third and do something and divvy out points something like how uh grand prix does in mario kart um and that leads me to uh the online mode yeah this has online (laughs) what and you want to know how art like arcane and crazy this online mode is so there is casual play and there is ranked play. So that's already ridiculous. But here's where it gets even more ridiculous. It is separated out per event. <laughs> so if you clicked on fencing, you ha- you better damn well hope somebody else is looking for ranked fencing at that same time to matchmake. Oh, wow. That sounds terrible. It's like, why doesn't it, th- why doesn't it do, once again, the Mario Kart thing of just like, oh, you matched up with somebody, uh, pick the event you want, and then you will like you will choose an event, and whoever you're partied up with will choose an event, and then it just randomizes between those who gets what. Or or it does, like, well, first Democratic, so it'd be like, if you both chose the same event, choose that event. But if you chose different events, just randomize between that. Because I'm like, nobody's going to get into a game. The odds of anybody finding a match is, like, impossible. Like, there, there's 50-something events. <laughs> Oh, man. Nintendo and them online games. It is just... It is insane. Who built this? Uh, Crazy people. And realistically, the the mini games in this are great. I I think, like, the rock climbing... Like, all of them are fun. Like, fencing, rock climbing, boxing, the karate, uh, swimming. All all those are great. Um, I think there are some weak ones in there. But I I think all that stuff is fun. But it's like all the uh, the wrapping around it, all all the trappings are just shitty. Like if yeah, like once again, similarly to the Mario Tennis that Mario Tennis ended up up fantastic. Uh, But I, I think all these games need to lean more into the space of Mario Kart. And even Mario Kart needs to lean more into the space of Smash Brothers. Like, all of these need to just include, like, the Nintendo friends and and have, like, Link and all these characters in there. I think it would add to the fun. And I guess, I mean, this does the typical, like, I guess Donkey Kong is, like, a Mario character. I mean, I guess he came from Mario, but... yeah. It's always like he gets like a free pass because he's in Mario Party and everything. It's like, but I, I mean, similarly, Mario Party is a great example of like put put Link in there, put Samus in there. For fuck's sake, I yeah. buy that. Yeah, like j- just shove all those Nintendo friends. You don't even have to like put Bayonetta in there. I don't even have a Nintendo console, and I buy that. I buy a Nintendo <laughs> console, just buy that. <laughs> Be way better than what it is now. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're doing over there. They're they're making choices. They're making bad choices. <laughs> Which yeah. some of some of the characters, like once again, these these ugly demon things, you unlock them, but they're not like regular playable characters. They're only playable for single events. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like uh one of them's a big chungus demon thing, and he's like only available for boxing. What? He's <laughs> I I don't know what these things are. I don't know which Sonic game they came from, but they're like monsters. <laughs> they don't look like Sonic characters. Oh, the rabbits? No, no, they're not not the rabbits. The, these are like Sonic demons. <laughs> I don't 
I don't even know how to describe them. Um, play anything else? No, I think that's about it. I think that's it. I think that's it. Well, I played more Outer Worlds. We've already talked about that. I mean, there's not much. Well, you not, don't want to talk more about it? I mean, there's not much else I can add beyond because I didn't play as much as you. Um, Are you I still just, a monarch? Yeah, I'm still a monarch. Okay, that that is the bulk, bulk of the yeah, game. Yeah, I'm that, hearing there's a lot there. So I'm still there, working my way through the game. Did you get a Nyoko? No, not yet. Okay. And and I did get a name wrong last week. I I, I said the uh, other guy you get on uh, on the Groundbreaker was Max, but Max is actually the name of the... It's Vicar yeah, Max. Yeah, Vicar Max. Uh, the uh, guy I was thinking is named Felix. Yeah, Felix. I well, it has an X in it. You, you pick up... Um, like you I'm, pick up, you pick, you pick up like street urchin PewDiePie. I, well, he looks like, uh, Nathan Fillion. Yeah, he does a little bit. Um, I don't know. He's, I, I noticed a lot of people online, like on Twitter were like, I like all the companions except Felix. And I'm like, Felix What's, has a fucking sad story. Uh, yeah, he could. Like he, he's really, he uh, got fucked. <laughs> he, he's the only person who's like a yes man. Like yeah, like he he's just excited to be there. Yeah, he's like, "Fuck! I finally got off that goddamn groundbreaker." Yeah, I'm like, I, I don't know. All the characters have their merit. Um, Ellie's my favorite. Um, Ellie and Pravati, I think, stand above everybody else. But the the other characters are great. I mean, I, I don't think anybody's gonna say Sam's their favorite unless they're like, <laughs> I just like robots. Yeah, I mean, he's a cleaning robot. It's hilarious. Yeah. He wants to clean up the world's messes. <laughs> I some one of those one of the missions in that game that made me feel a little bit bad like and it's like a side mission it's not super important but like um the one where you have to go and collect a bounty on somebody and on the on the groundbreaker and it's like that one guy that's down in the the back bays or bottom bays or whatever and like oh you have to take a cig- cigarette lighter as proof that you killed him and then you like get down and you you talk to the guy and it just turns out like this guy's just like trying to survive down there, and like, like they their ship landed there on the sh- on there and got impounded, and they didn't have like they couldn't come up with the money to get it out of being impounded. So then they just sold the ship for parts, and now they're just stuck there forever. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to kill this guy. <laughs> I'm gonna have to know what ending you get. Um, I'm sure we'll get like the same one or essentially the same one. Um, yeah, I'm kind of yeah. I don't know. I know my other friend that was playing. He got a slightly different one because there's a there's a certain person I ended up. I tried to like talk them out of me killing them, uh, but you have to have like weird combinations of skills that I didn't have. Oh no! Where it's like, oh, do you have? You need like 90 intimidate and then like 80 science. Oh, and I was God. like, well, I don't have like those. <laughs> That's yeah. That's I have a hundred persuade. I know mm-hmm. that Giant Bomb was kind of complaining. One thing they're complaining about is like, I wish there was like a way that you could like back out of a conversation without um like having to make a decision, so you can just come back to it. Yeah, and I wish you could do that, so you could maybe alter your stats too, like change yeah. your gear or drink potions or yeah. whatever. Hold on, I gotta drink something here real quick. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, now am I am I more intimidating now? <laughs> <laughs> Change your party up to get more stats. Yeah, exactly. You get one, one of the perks towards the end is a stat doubler that doubles the modifiers, huh. which is great, because if that you have a like... a pretty good, good perk. Like, if you have an armor that adds like 7 to whatever, it's like, now it adds 14, which wow. is a lot. And yeah, then that's pretty good. Your companions at a base can add 10 to a stat, so it's like, now they add 20, which is a lot. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, obviously, Disney Plus happened. I got that. 
I watched Mandalorian like right before you came here, and this is the first episode. Um, it's pretty good. So I, there's a in Outer Worlds. There's a there's an alien conspiracy. Have you got to that yet? No, I guess not. Maybe. Uh, maybe not. You'll, that part was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, so I don't, I don't want to spoil too much about Mandalorian because it's new and active thing, but. It's a really good take on a dark story in Star Wars as opposed to how lighthearted the uh, the current set of movies are. I've heard weird things about it because some people are like, it's the best Star Wars thing they've done in a really long time. That's I'm but, hearing a lot of that. But then I've also heard like, like, and then also people being like, it's changed Star Wars forever. But then, which I'm like, I it's think not, that's speaking really yeah. hyperbolically. Yeah, it's not changing Star Wars forever. <laughs> but but I've, I've also heard it's not as good as people would want it to be as well. So I'm like, I don't know. There's there's some I'm, mixed reception. I haven't heard any of that. I've like literally every single thing I've seen online so far, including all the people I talk to personally is are saying that like they're most of them are either saying it's like this, this is like the best Star Wars that has happened in years or they're just saying, like, I'm not going to say anything more, but uh, thumbs up. I think it's easy when you're doing a, a Mandalorian because, like, everybody loves Boba Fett, which this is not Boba Fett, but yeah, it's Boba Fett wears Mandalorian armor. So, yeah, Mandalorians are cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, really good show. I liked what I saw so far. Episodes are like 40 minutes ish, so they're not too long. And for some odd reason, they're like the same amount of time as to where they could put it on TV with commercials, which is weird for like being a streaming service exclusive. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'll try and watch that and we'll see. I don't know. I've been meaning to. I've been but, watching a lot of anime yeah. too, so I really uh, like it. And I'm not—I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. I'm like—I'm one of those people that do like the current movies coming out, whereas like most people seem to hate them. Um, granted, I mean, me and you are both probably like the same amount into Star Wars. Where I'm like, <laughs> I like Star Wars, but from afar, yeah, I, I, I'm like, well, it's I think not- I think we grew up in the wrong time. Like even like when the prequels were coming out, I still think I was a little too young to maybe be like into Star Wars when the prequels happen so like it's still kind of like is a thing that more or less passed me over my thing is just there are like i like star wars and i've i'm like i go to every release even when the prequels were coming out i went to them like on day one yeah and i mean i've like star wars has always been like part of my life in some way but there are people who live a star wars lifestyle where i'm like i'm like it's every aspect of their life is star wars like, they have a million Star Wars collectibles. The they, people that have the Star Wars weddings. And, I mean, to be honest, the, those people give me a rash, but it's not <laughs> it's, it's not just the Star Wars folks. It's just anybody who's too into any, like, one particular thing. Like, oh, we, yeah. weebs rub me the most wrong. <laughs> like, and, I, and I'm a weeb, so... Yeah. I, the, Especially the ones that are all about lollies, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just like like Kingdom Hearts fandom is really like bad too. Um, you know what fandom I hate? Sneakerheads. Yeah, just <laughs> I don't know. It, just too much of one particular thing is like it hurts me when it becomes your identity. And yeah, they yeah. and they feel the need to be like, well, actually, and like straighten their glasses if they correct you on some weird <laughs> factoid about something you really don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah i posted on twitter the other day and it i got no traction i was like apparently the only way to like get um any sort of interaction on twitter is to uh post unpopular opinions or bad takes and so i just mentioned how like i was like i really like the last jedi and the casino scene was uh, necessary to move the plot forward in a in a different way than what the story was being told or something along those lines 
and I had like one comment that just goes how <laughs> I just like I'm not even gonna because it's like it was someone I knew that was gonna just destroy me and like the fact that they actually know Star Wars stuff and I don't so I was just eh. like eh I mean this is just I was just in, hoping I would just get a lot of hate from it but I didn't get anything we're into third generational Star Wars fans which is really bizarre yes but uh, yeah other than I don't I haven't done anything else other than that so uh, we should probably take a quick break and come back with community engagement These days, comic book stories are more mainstream than ever. Unfortunately, not everybody has the means to be able to consume all of this greatness well. If you were to join me, Brian Wayne, on the Cheers to Comics podcast, I will help guide you through the rabbit hole that is comic books. Whether you're a brand new reader that just walked out of the latest blockbuster summer Marvel movie event and just have to know the source material, or you're an old dog and just want to get a different perspective from another reader. This is the podcast for you. And when I say comic book podcast, this is a comic book podcast. No filler material. I save all of the the movie talk and all of the stuff outside of the illustrated written world of comic books for all of the other podcasts out there. This is for comic book junkies and aspiring comic book junkies only. So, Tune in with me, Brian Wayne, three times a week. We'll be going over dozens and dozens of books in an overviewed fashion, not necessarily a review manner. But beyond that, I hype you up every week on the books coming out on the the next week coming, as well as a bonus episode. And that could be anything from me dedicating an entire episode to uh, a single story arc, or potentially even a kick-ass interview with a bad-ass comic book creator. So if any or all of that tickles your little fancies, join me, Brian Wayne, and the rest of Slurred Nation on the Cheers to Comic Podcast as I kick back drinks and drop all types of comic book knowledge. Cheers. All right, well, welcome back to the podcast, and we're going to jump right into the community engagement. So this week, the question of the week was, now that Disney Plus is here, what is your streaming service lineup? Are you just adding Disney or replacing something? What are you watching? And first one comes in from Retrostalgia at Retrostalgia Pod. I have a Spotify premium, which is also packed with Hulu. I also pay for Netflix and share these accounts with my roommates. My roommates share their Crunchyroll and Disney Plus with me. It's not bad. It's not bad sharing around the account sharing thing, which I guess Netflix is going to start trying to crack down on. What? Yeah. They can go fuck themselves. They're trying to crack down on people password sharing with their Netflix, which I think is like... Didn't they just like have a bunch of jokes about people password sharing in one of their shows? Yeah. Um, Big Mouth had a bunch of jokes about that. Yeah. That fourth wall stuff in Big Mouth was pretty funny. Um, yeah, the streaming stuff is becoming like this weird, like Tetris game of like, how can you find the best deal? Because like with Disney plus you can get Disney plus for free for a year. If you have like a Verizon unlimited account or Fios, um, but then you can get like Disney plus premium and get ESPN and Hulu included. 
Um, but if you have Hulu, like, but if you get Hulu by itself, you also can get Spotify with it. But then like, if you do that, then like for us, we have like Spotify family plan. So it's a little bit more, but so you can have multiple accounts on one Spotify plan, um, like the Spotify family plan. So it's like this weird, like, how do you, how do you piece these different parts together? Because some of them you get, you can get, find these deals to where you get multiple services and then other deals where like, it's like, how do you find which way is the most cost effective for what you want and piece them together in a way that works. Um, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, we're, we're still like, we're heading slowly back into the direction of just like what cable TV is, but just replacing them with streaming services. Yeah. It, the, uh, cable, cable dissolved and then rebuilt itself as as streaming services. I mean, just in general, there's, there's like what CBS All Access, yeah. HBO, Disney Plus. Well, there's the Crunchyroll. three HBO ones. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's Crunchyroll, there's Netflix, there's Hulu, there's VRV, VRV, uh, which includes like, like Crunchyroll. Uh, there's Funimation. Uh, there's God, it's just, it's just endless. Yeah, it's like now you're like you're piecing you're like piecing stuff together to get what you want and hoping that like it all kind of works out in the end. <laughs> That's why I think the sharing thing is great because you can be like, I, I, I pay for Netflix and right? you, you pay for Hulu yeah. uh, and we just like swap and then we can, you can kind of get the best of both. Yeah. Um, I know there has been an uptick in torrenting again based on the fact that there's streaming services. Well, yeah, because you can't afford all these services. Like if you were to buy, if you were to get like all the services, it would cost you more than cable TV at this point. Uh, I just saw a post about this too on Twitter. I wish I could credit the person, but I it, no idea. I just, I'm, I assume somebody I follow just put a like on it and then that's why I saw it. But somebody had like Hulu, Netflix, like so on and so forth, all the prices listed, and then they were just like Snapchat, like premium two thousand three hundred, and they were like, these subscriptions are getting ridiculous. <laughs> Funny, yeah, I, uh, I don't, it's it's crazy. I I like what I have so far, but I, don't, I can I can definitely see like why piracy is kind of making an uptick because you. You're looking well, at like for a while. If you just want one show on one of the other services, yeah, you're not gonna, yeah. But sometimes people do do that. Like I know people, like I mean, even I did it myself. Like I signed up for HBO just to watch Game of Thrones, and then I canceled it when Game of Thrones was over. Yeah, it, it, HBO has a lot of good content. Um, but I'm probably gonna cancel my Hulu. I I only did it for a year because uh, I had I got in at a Black Friday rate, so it's been a dollar per month for a year. So that's twelve bucks. I spent $12 on Hulu. <laughs> I, um, <clears throat> like, there, it used to be that Netflix had, like, everything. And I think that is a big key reason why piracy was kind of on the downslope is because, like, oh, well, I mean, it's so easy to just have Netflix and watch whatever I want. So I why do I absolutely attest to that? Yeah, because so I, I, I did pirate. <laughs> I'm going to incriminate myself here. But, you know, there were. There are certain shows that you couldn't just couldn't get and like Netflix had all of it, like not just yeah. American shows. It had all of it. Yeah, it's so much stuff like it's like, why do I like why do I need to pirate a show when I can just get Netflix? But now well, it's like, well, now Netflix is getting squeezed out. Now, the only thing worth watching on Netflix is the original programming. Well, and at the time, ponying up for Netflix was like seven, eight oh, bucks. Yeah, now like, it's 13. Yeah. And I mean, I expect the rates to actually go up even higher. Oh yeah, um, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I, and they recently. I mean, just they have to pay for with, all that. Yeah, and they just recently teamed up with uh, Nickelodeon yeah. to try and take on uh, Disney. Jeez, uh, I I, th- I mean, this is all like a mess because like 
I, it's bizarre because Disney technically owns two streaming services because they own Hulu. Yeah, they have majority share of Hulu. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Hulu just goes away. But at the same time, like, I feel like Hulu is a good place for them to put the stuff that's more adult oriented. But then they have like the Mandalorian on Disney Plus, which is like well, very much not like a kid show. Well, and Hulu's great for serialized content. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, there's a lot of great shows on there. And uh, but on top of that, if you watch like, I mean, it's great for garbage TV. <laughs> if, if like and i say that meaning like like i said i mentioned i watched worst cooks in america which is yeah. like just dumb game shows uh my 600 pound life is on there uh trash tv is on there you know yeah one thing i'd say about the disney plus uh app is that it is a very good interface is you say that about nothing so yeah I'm, I'm i surprised. mean it's it's a lot more intuitive than any of the others i mean it's still kind of similar to netflix where it's like horizontal scrolling through the they have pictures. the money it better be damn good but like they have like the, the the beginning page is just like up on there's a banner up on top that kind of shows you like the main big thing so like the mandalorian and whatever and then below it you have like five categories you have like disney originals you have pixar you have star wars you have marvel and i think there's one more you can just click on one of those and you just get like that whole category or you could just go down further and just go from like different, even more categories where documentaries or whatever. I mean, they're documentaries that kind of pales in comparison to Netflix. I mean, everyone, Netflix is known for having like the best documentaries. So, see, despite having uh, Mandalorian, I mean, like Disney doesn't have anything that interests me really because I don't want to yeah. watch any of their old catalog or. Yeah, I don't. It, I, a lot of people were excited, like, oh, yeah, Chippendale and stuff. I was like, eh, whatever. Darkwing Duck. I, I don't know. I, I don't care about any of that stuff. I mean, it'd, it'd be great if my son would watch those instead of, like, Vampirina, but... Vampirina, that sounds good. That sounds, sounds hot. It sounds terrible. It's sounds terrible. like Stripperella. <laughs> um, but let's see, what else do we have in here for get back into my i also find it weird that everybody's like you can watch the marvel movies and i'm like i've seen the marvel movies yeah like, and they're all still on netflix <laughs> I, I mean even then i'm just like like there's like 30 of them yeah well, and I mean, they, 22 they, <laughs> D- disney said they're not never gonna bring the spider-man ones to disney plus oh really yeah huh so that's weird so like far from home won't be on disney plus yeah that's crazy yep. that's really fucking weird i know you're a spider-man family so that is really weird. So they're just like, yeah, it's a, still a Marvel movie, but fuck it. Yeah, fuck them. None of the Spider-Man movies are coming to that That's service. Dumb. All right. Well, uh, so New Dad Gaming at New Dad Gaming says still Netflix, Amazon Prime only. Rent any, anything else from Google Play. Yeah, renting. Won't add Disney anytime soon unless I'm begged by my kids. Yeah, I guess I have I have Amazon Prime. Everybody, but I, never like, do I think fucking... every, everybody has Amazon Prime. I never use it. I you, never oh, use should. the streaming service. You, you use it for the, the buying stuff. Yeah, I use it for that. But The, I, the I just... problem with Amazon Prime is they have really good offerings, but their app makes me never want to watch anything. Their app is the worst streaming app in yeah. existence. We've talked at ad nauseum I know. about it's, that. It's but... terrible. I hate it. I Every chance I get, I just want to like punch Jeff Bezos in the face for how terrible this app is. I think the only shows that I've watched on Amazon Prime were Man in the High Castle and The Expanse. Oh, there's another show you should watch on there because we were talking about anime earlier. Uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, check out Vinland Saga. Okay. Yeah, you you should like it. It's uh, in many ways it's like Berserk. So. Huh. 
Um, yeah, that uh, did you see? I th- I can't remember. Did I send this the comic to you where it was like it was like I want to be a dragon when I grew up and like, and like, yeah, the Jeff Bezos <laughs> yeah. on top of a pile of money like a dragon. Yeah, he's like I want to be a dragon when I grew up, and they're like Jeff, you can't be a dragon. And then the last panel is him just like on top of a pile of gold and. and <laughs> Oh God! Uh, like a, a Scrooge McDuck pile of gold, um, or a dragon pile of gold. But um, moving on here, uh, Death Knight Leo at Death Knight Leo, and that's night as in a night, not night time. <clears throat> Added Disney Plus thanks to Verizon. Got it free for a year. We'll decide after that whether to cut it or not. I mean. That is a pretty good deal. If you happen to have the Verizon unlimited data, you can just get get that for a whole year for free. It's not bad. Moving on. Are there any other um, mobile carriers that are partnering with any streaming services? Um, I think I T-Mobile like had one a, for Hulu. Well, I feel like there was a moment in time where like they weren't charging any data for certain services. Yeah, T-Mobile does that for Netflix. I don't know about any of the other ones. Like AT and T and Verizon both have unlimited data now, I think. So, <clears throat> uh, Garrett talks to himself at GTTH Pod says Netflix is still number one, but I have Disney Plus and Amazon Prime, though I only have it by default and use it sparingly. I do have Google, which includes YouTube Premium, which I also use sparingly, but ad-free YouTube is great. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like that's the most solid lineup. Like that's my lineup is. Google Google Play, which includes YouTube Premium, yeah, Netflix, and Amazon Prime, like that covers a, a vast majority of the stuff that I like to watch. And you know, every once in a while, yeah, there's something that I, I come across that isn't in there, but for a pretty good chunk, like it covers it all. And like that comes out um, on a monthly basis if you're getting the Amazon Prime, you know, per year, which I assume most people yeah. are. Um, if you break it out monthly, all having all three of those services is just twenty seven ninety six a month. Yeah, Amazon is definitely like the cheapest one to have, just because it's one hundred twenty bucks a year. Yeah, but they burgle you. <laughs> I just yeah. Uh, I need to watch some shit on there. I just always I forget it exists. And also they have like they have like Amazon Music too, which is like another Prime thing. Like there's so much crap on there. It's like I almost wish that they wouldn't offer as much, just so they can. I don't know, reduce some of their prices or something like I'm paying. I feel like I'm paying more for Amazon prime every year for services I'm not using. Well, you know, I think that's a good idea. Like where they should just give you a dashboard of all the different services and you have, it's like a, it's like a music slider, you know, and you can just slide up and down the different services. Yeah. You know, you want more, this one more, you want this one less. Yeah. Um, short select podcast says we haven't got it yet. And then posted a GIF of, a guy just getting up and throwing a Christmas tree at somebody. <laughs> it was pretty great. Um, the Canuckonomicon at Canuckonomicon says Netflix, Crave, and Prime. What is Crave? I don't know. I've never heard of that one. I have no idea. I've there's, See, there's another one. I haven't even heard of it. <laughs> um, Geek Freaks Podcast at Geek Freaks Pod. Adding Disney Plus to the, to the existing lineup. Normally, I cancel other services when they are off-season like HBO or CBS All Access. May do the same with this if they become stale. Bill Laserman <laughs> says, or Bill Laserman, at Bill underscore Laserman, and then laser is spelt with a Z. So, I'm rocking Hulu, Netflix, and Amazon Prime, and now Disney+. Plus. My nostalgia is kicking in hard, so it's the old cartoons from my childhood, Rescue Rangers, Bonkers, Tailspin, X-Men, Spider-Man. Plus some newer Disney movies with my son. 
Also, check out Goldblum's new show. No, the only thing worth watching on there is gargoyles. <laughs> um, three Fat Nerds Pod at Three Fat Nerds Pod says Disney Plus was a definite ad day one. First thing I watched was the Darby O'Gill and the Little People, followed by The Mandalorian. And this morning before I went to work, I started watching the X Men animated series from the early 90s. Oh, shit. That was a good animated series. <laughs> oh, man. Did we just sell you on Disney Plus? No. <laughs> uh, Grief Burrito says, well, I would watch The Mandalorian. Well, you can't. Just move to the U.S. We <laughs> <laughs> can just wait. Yeah, three hours later, at three hours underscore later, says, adding, Verizon customers get it free for a year. I watched The Mandalorian. My wife introduced my daughter to Frozen. There is an uncanny amount of people adding the service. Yeah, it's got a lot of a lot of people. Uh, Michael Bagford at Michael Bagford says, just adding Disney Plus since I get the free year trial from Verizon. Went into nostalgia mode by diving into the X Men animated series from the early nineties. First episodes are great, but I'm afraid it will get dicey in later seasons. I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm not super familiar with I didn't watch too much of that. Yeah, because you suck. <laughs> uh, Joey at True Till Death 66 says, We have Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime. Just added Disney Plus yesterday. I, I really want to get Dazen, but it's $20 a month. We also have the shadiest of shade in the fire stick for other things not in those apps, a.k.a. illegal things. That was my anecdote. <laughs> I, there's another service, that, Dazen, D-A-Z-N. Have you heard of that? Nope. The fuck is Dazen? Where are all these streaming so, services uh, I've never heard of? Apparently, um, the other Crave is Canadian. It's, it's, the, it's the big Canadian one. It comes from Bell Canada. They're basically their version of AT&T. Um, their version of uh, BBC One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then apparently Dazen is London based. So that's included with your 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 TV license. Uh, it's a, no. it, <laughs> and it looks like it's a sports thing, like for boxing, MMA. Huh. Well, I guess that checks out. Dazen, you get punched in the face and you're dazed a little bit. Um. So yeah, that's that. That's it for the community engagement. Um. So that kind of leads me into some of our top news. And obviously this is related, but like Disney Plus got like 10 million people subscribe, like signed up in the first day. Like what is what's going on here? Apparently we all just had $10 a month to throw away. Well, I mean, a lot of people are getting it for free from Verizon. I mean, that was like half of the people on, on just that how answered many, the question. How many people need unlimited data from Verizon? And like, is that... Well, that seriously, that, I guess if you have a family plan or something, maybe, well, the, I don't know. the unlimited data is just what they offer right now by default. So anyone that doesn't have unlimited data just hasn't, like, updated their service since they added it, oh, which seriously? is, like, my plan. Yeah, like, they don't, they don't, I don't think they offer anything that's not unlimited anymore. It's all an unlimited type plan for data. Okay, because I was like, I think I'm on the, like, five. Yeah, I'm, we're also not on. I'm on because, whatever like, the lowest is. Because it would be, like... I think we have like 20 gigs a month and that's still cheaper than us changing to an unlimited plan. So yeah, I'm still on whatever the lowest is. I actually, and I plus my bills really low now cause I just paid off my phone. Yeah. I'm like, I'm debating on like, cause I, right now for my phone, my personal phone, I'm on my, <clears throat> I'm on my parents family plan because that's like the cheapest way. Cause 
um, the way it divides out just works that way. But like now it's to the point where like I might it might be better off if I just get straight talk. I mean, in some ways. Because, <laughs> like, uh, straight talk, you get 10 gigs. So, you know, it sucks. Like, everybody I know is like, I'm on a family plan with my parents and this and that. I've always just had my own plan. <laughs> and that's, like, and the most expensive it, way to go on Verizon. It, it It's insane. It's, like, 80 bucks, isn't it? Yeah. Just, yeah, like, it. they basically, they fuck you if you're by yourself. For years, I was well, paying, like, I mean, 100. There is one way around that, and that is to sell your soul to the devil and, and work for a company that Verizon works closely with. Like I got a discount when I worked at IBM. For example, I mean, like so. I've worked with a bunch of companies that you get discounts on Verizon, but it's like, like 20% off of a certain part of your bill that they would get. My, my plan get. right now is like 50 bucks, but that's like after yeah. you pay off your phone, which I just did. Well, let's see. That's still not too bad then because it used to be like, regardless of what phone you had, it was literally 80 bucks a month. I I was paying 90 bucks a month, but then it was over a hundred because I had the insurance. Jesus. Yeah. I did the insurance for my note. Cause yeah, it was like 60 for my, like it was 60 for like my base plan with my unlimited texting and like my whatever minutes I got for talking, which is like none. And then it was uh, in the arcane days where it was like $30 on top of that for the data plan. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, that was the worst. But at least back then, at least back then when it was 30 bucks a month on top of your whatever, it was unlimited data. And then they took that away. Yeah, I was I was paying like basically 100 bucks a month for almost like four or five years. Wow. Yeah, I got screwed. Yeah, I really like I mean, a lot of people swear by cricket nowadays. I don't know about them, but. Um, I don't trust them because they're fucking mascots. Like, what the fuck are those? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll stick to straight talk. They're just shapes. Um, Certainly don't go with, um, uh, what's this other one? Freedom Pop. They're not bad, but, like, um, I just switched Frost Number from Freedom Pop to Straight Talk because, like, their service is really wonky. Um, <clears throat> and getting phone calls didn't really work all that well. Does that explain why the occasions she would text me and I wouldn't get it at all? Yeah, probably. Or I would text her and never get it? Probably, like, yeah. Like, she would, like, people would call her and she would just never get a phone call. And so, like, we finally switched her over to Straight Talk. But when I did that, like, she wanted to keep the same number and... Freedom Pop wouldn't release the number for like a week and a half. So she straight up didn't have a phone for a week and a half because she had to wait for them to port the number to Straight Talk. It was really dumb. Yeah, just uh, I think my mom is on a like weird senior citizens (laughs) thing. Yeah, like the only I think the only reason that we haven't switched to unlimited plan is that like for whatever reason, my my parents are like grandfathered into like some crazy thing where they're like the the bill for each of their phones is 20 bucks each it's ridiculous like so like they're so between the two of them combined it's 40 bucks a month i pay 45 bucks a month for before my phone payment so it's like they're i don't know like what they're grandfathered into but like that alone is like if they had to pay the same amount as me then they probably would have switched to an unlimited but because of that they're like no it's gonna cost more to go to unlimited because we only have to pay 20 bucks a month right now see with the three people in my family it would have been nice to have a family plan <laughs> it'd be nice to be a family for once it, <laughs> it would be you know it would be <laughs> Um. Yeah, those streaming services. I don't know. I don't have much else to news on those, so I'll move on to the next. My, big my news. mom actually just found out what I paid for internet today, and uh, she didn't know internet cost that much. <laughs> How much are you paying? Uh, about seventy. Ooh, just for internet? Yeah. Wow. What are you not paying that? We have uh, the same internet. I pay forty-five. 
How do you pay 45 I went onto their website and went to the chat support one day and was asking if they had any better deals on internet. <laughs> and they like straight up to, oh, yeah, you qualify for this. And they just set me up with that for a year. But before that, I was paying 65 I only see the 45 things for if you bundle it with TV. Yeah, yes, I just got. And then you get that up, for a year. I straight up got internet for a year for forty five. See, I keep debating doing the bundle, um, even though it's for a year, and then just canceling after that because I mean it'd be cheaper than the seventy I'm paying now. Yeah, and then the because um, I told that to my other friends, and he he called them and tried to get the same deal. He was like, they told me that they basically told me to kick sand. How did you get that deal? <laughs> I was like, I went to their chat support and they hooked me up. I don't know, like. I just went online. Yeah, you got a deal. You got a fucking deal. I we have the same internet, and I'm paying like <laughs> double. Yeah, I'm paying a retarded amount. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to when it goes back up because now it's like what it was sixty five, but I think I heard that they were raising it another five bucks to almost seventy. That it that's what it is. So that just happened it, then. It's sixty nine ninety nine. That sucks. You want to see my bill? <laughs> you I don't because that's gonna what my bill's gonna be in a year. You want to cry? <laughs> you- <laughs> Let me get to my other top news headlines. I don't know why my voice is suddenly giving out right now, but it's not cool because we got a lot of casts to get through. It's great because we can go forever because I have tomorrow off. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what you were saying earlier. The Mandalorian is here and Star Wars will never be the same. What? Because we got a gritty Star Wars for once? Not impressed. Well, you haven't even seen it not, yet. Not impressed. You haven't seen it yet. It's good. It probably is good. It's really good. It's not that good. It's really good. I mean, That's yeah. like such a hyperbolic headline. Yeah, it'll never be the same. But it's really good. Just ignore that headline. It's really good. Um, let's see. Let's. How about we'll, we'll talk about this one now. So the new Sonic trailer came out, and the movie looks digestible. Sure. <laughs> great. <laughs> um, it doesn't look. I mean, it, Sonic it, looks great. Yeah, I'll say that much. Sonic the movie looks, looks terrible. Absolutely great. I'm still gonna watch it because I mean, it looks like it just looks like a kids movie now. I mean, I mean it is. Yeah. The writing look is just. I think like the, this awful. trailer was a lot better too. Like it gave a better feel of what the movie actually is as opposed to the last one. Instead of Gangsters Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I really like that redesign. Um. They got someone, they, they brought in a new person. The person who worked on Sonic Mania. Yep. And uh, let me yeah. see if I can find Yeah, this. they brought in a Sonic veteran to help with the design of Sonic. Smart move. Maybe we should have done that in the first fucking place. Right? Let's see if I can find my tweet here. But yeah, it's a good Sonic design. That's for damn sure. Even though, like, they didn't keep the one giant eye thing, like, it still looks good. It's it. It's that, hard to that's, do that. Well, that's something I would. I'm okay. Yeah. Um. That he at least has gloves now. For fuck's sake. Yeah. He doesn't have the weird like hands that were just hair in the legs. Yeah. Th- this is. This looks like Sonic. Um. I, I did also see a lot of people posting because they're in the trailer. There's uh Sonic in like a bathrobe, and they're like, picture the monster Sonic in this bathrobe. Yeah. So the guy they they brought in to be the lead uh, lead the, new, the design on the new Sonic um is name his name is Tyson Hesse. Tyson Hesse. I just typed in Tyson Jesse. So yeah, Tyson Hesse, like you said, worked on <coughs> Sonic Mania. He also worked on the for Sonic the Hedgehog comic series from Archie. He also directed Team Sonic Racing Overdrive and <coughs> promoting the Team Sonic Racing. So he has a pedigree in Sonic. Some would say that they should have brought him in from the beginning, like you just said. Yeah, no fucking joke. Like, because he really, he really did the Sonic design justice. I think it looks really good. I really like that. I mean, 
I mean, this is great, not great audio content, but I mean, he, he posted that on his Twitter. Yeah, I actually followed him after he posted that. Yeah. Yes, I did too. But yeah, the but yeah, uh, it's a solid look at Sonic. I can get behind this guy. My my issues now are, which I know a lot of people liked it before in the original trailer, but and and I like Jim Carrey as an actor, but I don't know his performance seems weird. It seems like he's channeling Will Ferrell a little bit. Yeah, I I just don't like the like. Yeah. Granted, maybe these are just bad snippets of like what's going on in the movie and i feel I, like they're like the only snippets of jim carrey on screen and that's why. i i don't know if it's like and once again i don't know what they're doing with this character i don't know if it's like a random like descent into madness that he gradually like becomes more robotic. he introduced himself as dr robotnik yes but i don't know if he like turns into robotnik eggman. robotnik he turns yeah. into eggman well because it is like why is he like jim carrey's like a fairly thin man yeah like and robotnik is robust to say <laughs> Like an Eggman. Yes, he's (laughs) very egg-shaped. So I don't know if this is like a transition. I did think in the original trailer, they did do the like vehicle explodes and then another vehicle like pops out of it. Uh, And I was like, well, that's cool. They did did that justice. Yeah. Uh, But I don't know. This looks serviceable. Yeah. uh, Versus what it was before. Yeah. Like I I don't think I'm going to vomit while watching it now. (laughs) I think they finally made a, a Sonic movie. I think Sonic fans can be proud of question mark like d- in a weird d- way. D- yeah. D- disappointed in like everybody, but maybe champion like the Mario movie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, that being said, like I'm still looking forward to Jim Carrey in this movie. I just, I want to see like what he does. I mean, this, this movie does look comparable to something like detective Pikachu. Yeah. Even though I would say probably detective Pikachu is much, much better. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm um, just saying this looks like the three, the character design oh, yeah. is like doing the characters justice, like the same way that like that, that detective Pikachu did the Pokemon characters justice. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, looks like it'll be at least entertaining in some way, even if it turns out to be a very terrible movie, it might be entertaining just to make fun of it. I don't know. A lot of people were like, we should see it anyway, just because they, just they to listen, support. Yeah. yeah. They listen to the fans. So yeah. And I think that's probably a good thought too. Reddit's been losing their fucking mind over this though. Really? I haven't been on Reddit. It felt today. like every other post was like, look how good Sonic looks. <laughs> That's great. It's like, yeah, it's a it's a really good redesign. Yeah. Um, Which is also funny because there was a post several days ago being like, I would be watching the Sonic movie right now because <laughs> it was supposed to come out on, I think, uh, November 14th, 15th, 12th. Yeah. Kind of somewhere in there. Yeah. Did you um did you want to mention the weird the Pokemon stuff with um, people being upset with some of the mechanics or? <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm really excited for Pokemon, but it seems like Pokemon fans, like like we talked about earlier, Star Wars They're, fans yeah. are the ones who hate Star Wars the most. Yeah. Pokemon fans are the ones who hate Pokemon the most, which is uh, to say longtime fans are pretty upset with a lot of the changes being made. Uh, I, I don't know how true this is, but at least my friend said uh, that uh, Game Freak hadn't gone public with the fact that the decks that there's not a national dex so there's not all the pokemon in this game he, he said that was strictly announced in the west but wasn't announced in japan until the other day <laughs> really? which i don't think that's true because i'm like 
the internet exists. Like yeah, how fucking can Japanese people have Twitter? This like, isn't the old days where you didn't see anything unless it came out in a magazine. So it's like, yeah, you can't just announce one thing to one people. Like, which may be true, maybe it's not true. It's just like, but still, I'm like, Japanese people have access to the internet and could have just been like, yeah, the West is saying this. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is like how there is Pokemon stuff posted in magazines that leaks onto the internet. And we all see that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, But in any case, like, they've been, Game Freak has been receiving a lot of death threats. There was supposed to be a, like, Pokemon event that got canceled because they're afraid of, like, what happened to the Kyoto Animation Studio. Yeah. What happened to them. Um, There's been, so, once again, uh, decks, uh, there's no national decks. There's just, like, I think they have 400 Pokemon, maybe less, maybe more. I can't, I I I don't remember specifically how many Pokemon, but a lot of people's quote-unquote favorite Pokemon aren't in this uh mostly uh it seems like people are mostly mad about starters so a lot of the starters aren't in this uh except charizard (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah everybody's kind of like wah wah boohoo my favorite pokemon got cut yeah Uh, which sucks i'm not i'm not gonna say it doesn't suck it it absolutely does but what i was saying earlier which i don't think was on mic at all is uh like play with the new pokemon like Like that—that's my biggest issue. They put is a every, lot of work into it, and people are like, "No, oh, I just want Charizard." Yeah, every every time they make a new Pokemon, everybody just wants to play with the Pokemon they know and love. It's like, well, how do you know uh, Poltegeist isn't the new Pokemon <laughs> that you know and love? Yeah, how, how do you know that? Like, what if that becomes your favorite Pokemon? Yeah, like I don't know. Love these new ones. Make memories with these new ones. Uh, it's a chance to start over. New Pokemon need love too. Yeah, it just <laughs> it seems obnoxious, but. Nobody deserves to have death threats over a your your game. Pokemon got cut. Yeah. Another change is uh, apparently you can't like I don't think this is as a big. I think people are making mounds out of a molehill on this one. But apparently you can't catch Pokemon that are a higher level than you or a higher level than your max level Pokemon. Yeah. So with like with your badge. So hypothetically, you're a level twenty uh, Pokemon. You couldn't catch a level twenty one Pokemon. It won't even let you throw a Pokeball. Yeah. Which sucks. But at the same time. Uh, this game's leveling works different than every other Pokemon, and I was mentioning this to Justin off mic, but in all the other Pokemons, you eventually would get, uh, well, in older Pokemon games, you would have, you well, you used to not even have an EXP share. You used to just have to rotate all your mons in to get EXP. Yeah. Uh, but then they invented something called an EXP share, which you would have on, and it let you share experience with all your Pokemon but your, your one in would always get more experience than all the other ones. Yeah. And then eventually they just had it so you permanently had that, which was in Sun and Moon. Um, now, now it goes even further that all your Pokemon just get the same experience all the time. So they don't oh, even... Really? Your, your, your other party of Pokemon, uh, don't you don't even need to rotate them in. They just always get the same experience, which seems pretty nice, to be honest. That almost like seems more along the lines of like the original Pokemon movie where... In the intro scene, there's just like all these Pokemon battling all at the same time. So, <laughs> which it, I mean, it if makes you have, sense. If you have six Mons, uh, you're you're always going to have at least one fairly strong Mon that should be a little over leveled, and especially your starter should be pretty over leveled for the zone. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I think once again, people are making like mounds out of molehill, and I know a lot of people are like, if you run into a shiny and it's one level higher, you just won't be able to catch it. And I'm like, what are the odds of that happening? Like, I don't know about other players, but I'm like, I've played a lot of Pokemon, like a lot of Pokemon and wild shiny, like legit wild shinies. I've run into two in my entire <laughs> Pokemon career. Uh, shiny chaining. 
you you can make your chances of running into Pokemon astronomically higher by doing shiny chains. But that's not like by the time you're doing that, you're gonna be way you're gonna have all the badges and be able to do whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that I don't know. There there people are mad with a lot of the changes. Uh, I've also seen a lot of people calling uh, Game Freak lazy. I've seen people even saying conspiracy theories, which I think are unfounded and complete bullshit. That game theory, uh, uh, game freak is just uh, being being quote unquote lazy and intentionally quote unquote making this Pokemon bad uh, so they can get taken off Pokemon. But that essentially they're tired of making Pokemon and don't want to make Pokemon games anymore. Which while th- there there's a little bit of truth in there, um, and I say that because Game Freak has reached out and has been making other games that are not Pokemon games. Yeah, uh, usually with smaller teams. So it is like, I do think they are a bit uh, fatigued, but as far as I knew, and a lot of like direct statements from people within Game Freak have said they wanted to make Sword and Shield the best Pokemon game that there's ever been. Um, and once again, we, we don't get uh, early review copies or anything here, uh, but I've been hearing nothing but good things about it from... Uh, and I do think that uh, the what they catered to with this Pokemon game in particular is the hardcores. And I say that in terms of... Uh, the people playing the competitive scene. Yeah. Like, which the people does that suck. are min-maxing their EVs and... Well, once stuff. again, in in when you're in the competitive scene, you have to use, like, the regular decks. You're not usually using national decks yeah. entries. It's, like, usually the... It's the base Pokemon that are in that game, plus uh, the cover legendaries, and that's it. Uh, so, so, basically, like, if you were to do, like, Magic the Gathering standard. Yeah. Which is what I think they're basically doing is making the games more mimetic of uh the trading card game because they they keep introducing a gimmick which is kind of like magic the gathering where Mm -hmm. it's like here's the gimmick for this generation oh you have werewolves this this generation yeah i mean usually it's some cards yeah usually it's some weird mechanic like i mean this is not a great example but it'd be like trample is like our mechanic and then like everything hinges on trample yeah um but in this case it's been like they've technically been kind of doing this for several generations because they're X and Y introduced Megas, uh, then Megas went away. Uh, well, I guess Megas were there for both X and Y, and then they did Auras, but Auras was a remake. Uh, so, yeah, there's Megas for those. Then they did away with those. They introduced Z-moves in Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon. Now those have gone away, and now there's uh, Dynamaxing and Gigantamaxing. <laughs> and it's like, and I'm sure that's going to go away and be replaced by another gimmick. Yeah. Uh, what, which is like, whatever. I, I don't know. The... Dynamaxing and Gigantamaxing seems actually pretty cool. Uh, Megas was my favorite, to be honest. I and I hated Z moves. Like I just straight up hated Z moves. I, I think Sun and Moon are personally the weakest games in the series, but huh. I know people would argue with me otherwise. They, they didn't was, have that was when Ash should have won. <laughs> they didn't have gems in Sun and Moon. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Sun and Moon That's and weird. Ultra Sun and Moon didn't really have gems. They had a uh, and they had Totem Pokemon, which were like slightly larger than normal Pokemon. Um, and what, what else there was? Yeah. The gyms were like, uh, what were they? They were like weird trials, uh, that weren't gyms though. So you didn't battle like a gym leader. They were like totem challenges. It's weird. It, it it wasn't good. I, I, (laughs) they, they did so many weird things in sun and moon. Uh, The, the only thing I thought that was good in sun and moon, which they did keep here was the region specific mons. Uh, so like you had the, uh, sun and moon, like, uh, what was that region called? Alolan, the Alolan form. Uh, yeah. Like executor Raichu. and Raichu yeah. and and that continued in this uh, you have the Galar regions like Mons of like Mr. Mime and uh, 
uh, wheezing. Yeah, wheezing with the fucking top the, hat. Yeah, the. <laughs> so I actually like that because that breathes life into like older Pokemon and it yeah. makes them new and fresh. So I don't know. I, I think people getting like and a lot of the community is just trying to like sabotage the crap out of this game. And realistically, my bottom line is vote with your wallet. If if you're that mad, don't bring other people down. Just don't buy the fucking game and quit sending death threats to fucking game free. Yeah, seriously. That's real shitty. Like they, they don't deserve your ire. And hey, you know what? I, I think they got enough enough fucking death threats that, you know what? They're probably going to put all the Pokemon in the next Pokemon game. They said they wouldn't, but I bet they will. because yeah, Congratulations. Th- th- you, you stress them out enough that they're scared. They're scared for their lives. Yeah, it's really shitty. Don't send death threats. It's a really dumb thing to do. Just don't buy the game. Yeah. They probably would make a better Pokemon if you didn't buy the fucking game. Sorry, this generation you're gonna, is not for you. But you're going to send a death threat, buy the game, and then be like, oh, it's so good. Like, after you have it in your hands, <laughs> and be just a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. All right, well, we should probably move on to the next topic, which is, of course, about an esports player who got himself banned from Fortnite for life. Yes. Yes, this is definitely the topic i've been waiting for it's honestly the reason why i even asked justin to bring me on here for this episode because a lot of things to say about this uh jarvis ban with yeah. Fortnite. so this esports justin, go ahead and start breaking yeah so this uh esports player uh he's in the phase clan his name is jarvis he was uh basically using cheats in Fortnite. he wasn't and of course he wasn't doing it in like in actual competitive play, but he was live streaming or on YouTube or something, um, playing non-competitive in Fortnite and using openly using cheats. Of course, Fortnite Epic found out and they banned his ass for life. And um, so he he posted like this big kind of video crying about it and uh, like apologizing. I didn't realize this and that and uh, just like he should he should have known better like this i mean if this is his livelihood then like why would he do that um and then after this everyone's favorite streamer comes out ninja saying that they should uh people who are streamers like famous streamers or uh big esports players um should be treated differently um, or these situations should be treated differently because it's how they make money. It's like, well, it, the, he claims it's different circumstances need to be treated with yeah. different like punishments. But like, here's a circumstance. It's against the rules of being on Fortnite. To you broke the fucking terms of service. Yeah, and they have a right to ban you. Sorry, you're making money off of it. Sorry, that we should have known better. <laughs> it's just. I mean, I personally have no sympathy for these people. Oh, no, I don't either. So I'm just like, you broke the rules, fuck you. Um, and Ninja, Ninja's one to fucking talk, because I, I thought his whole statement uh, gets really ridiculous, uh, especially when you, like, deconstruct it. Because he's, he's basically saying, uh, especially, like, not even just content creators, but, like, top earners. Oh, yeah. Because if you have enough that it's your whole c- career, because, I mean, a lot of small-time content creators, or even mid-tier ones, work a regular job yeah. while creating content. Yeah. Basically, he's saying that the rich and famous, they, like, it should work differently for the rich and famous people. Which is bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Because... I'm like, they should be, uh, and I talked about this with you, I'm like, they should be held to a higher standard, and I think their feet should be held to the flames on this. Oh, yeah. Because, and especially, like, maybe not, not in Ninja's case, I guess, because he's not, like, I don't know, this this gets a little bit more confusing, but pro players, especially if you're in the pro scene, and you're signed to a tournament, like, 
Hell yeah, I, I think of how in uh, like MMA or stuff like they get random searches of like yeah, yeah you, they randomly just do drug searches, uh, and there's yeah. been in many ways esports has been emulating real sports and yeah. the fact that cheating is just rampant and apparently it, like it's rife with Adderall usage. Oh yeah, lots of it, which so, I mean Ninja's part of. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna interject on here, and the reason this is part of why I wanted to come on to this episode is I I, I want to talk from an industry perspective, you know, especially after you know going through the shit of of trying to build an LLC and and what it having to understand what it takes to do that. I really think that the sports industry is shooting itself in the foot, and and it's for a couple of reasons. One of the reasons is okay, if Jarvis is not old enough to really understand that that uh, what he did should be a lifetime ban, then maybe you shouldn't be hiring 17-year-olds. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, the, the, the next thing about that is that uh, it's, it's a job. You know, yeah, if, if exactly. I were to cheat as a systems administrator at my job, I would be fired immediately. And not only would I be fired, it probably would tell all the other IT companies in Colorado and I wouldn't be able to get a job at any of the other companies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, why should it be any different for him? Yeah, it goes the same for like any job. You cheat at any job, you get fired. It's like for Ninja to come out and say it's their livelihood, they make money off of this, but it's like, but they were they used they he used a cheat. I mean, and I talked <laughs> so, about uh, what's his what's his face uh, that that uh, Doctor Disrespect, but it's like str- streamers already get uh, easy enough like. Like, Dr. Disrespect got his, like, brief ban from Twitch yeah. and then got let back into Twitch. And it's yeah. just like, okay, but if he was a small-time creator or, once again, mid-tier happened. creator, they wouldn't have been allowed back on the service. Yeah. Which I know Ninja's thing is, uh, oh, if you're small-time, you could just make a new account and, like, start over. But they, and it they know your deal. identity. And, and when they when you do get big, they're like, hey, you ban evaded and then just ban you again. And so the reason why I think that might be happening is because I don't know, may, may, maybe the certain esports um, you know, companies, you know, the big players like Twitch or whatever, they they truly maybe feel like that they, they don't have enough content creators, you know, high, highest quality content creators for some reason. I highly doubt that. Um, when they give their highest quality content creators breaks like this, it really puts a negative tone and, and just a negative light in general on on uh, the esports industry versus other sports industries. If, if we as, a, as an industry want to attract other people from, you know, from other entertainment um, industries like, you know, b- baseball, basketball, whatever, showing them that that we are readily willing to to uh you know allow this type of behavior like or, just excuse or, shitty know, behavior just, excuse it exactly like it, it makes them believe that okay either this isn't real you know that that the, these people aren't actually competing you know real or it's just not good content because who if if you were a baseball friend who in the right man who in their right mind would would sit down and watch a World Series game when they know that the the game is rigged? And that actually happened in 1920. And all all of those people that were involved in that scandal, they were banned from baseball for life. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, similarly, like people playing baseball using like the cork and the bats, and like uh, I mean, steroid use is rampant within oh, yeah. all, like all fucking sports. But I mean, our and. Uh, I think uh, the documentary Icarus, which was about like uh, bike racing and like the uh, Tour de France, but that goes into like, 
there was an actual doctor on that who's they asked him like what percentage of players in sports do you think are like juicing he's like all of them yeah he said 100 percent of them yeah and it's just he's like it what it boils down to is who's doing it and getting away with it yeah and i i think some of that's true once again in the esports space which it's like granted maybe not straight up using like hacks but like you said adderall use uh the use of like I think of Ninja, which once again he's not a pro player, but once again content he's a creator. Big figure. What which helped what helped him climb the ranks initially was he was like streaming sixteen hours a day. Yeah. And he was doing it by like dosing on tons of fucking nodos. Yeah. And like caffeine. Like so much caffeine. So much that he got sponsored by Red Bull. Which, it, I mean, none of it's good for you. And granted, some of those, like, caffeine is, like, a legal substance. As, but I'm, it, as I'm drinking this game, feel. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, ca- caffeine, 100% legal substance, but it, it's just, go like, you could still consider something like that a performance-enhancing drug in some capacity. Also, it can also be deadly if you consume too much. I, I personally think that the type of cheat that he used, um, an aimbot, that, to me, in his field of work, a video game, yeah. that is on the same, in my opinion, on the same level as as a wrestler taking steroids yeah i mean it's using an aimbot's complete 100 percent bullshit i mean that's just and if he was okay hypothetically if he wanted to do this for some quote-unquote innocent fun yeah why why did he do it in Fortnite? like his bread and butter any other game that's another thing i actually i want to i want to break that down a little bit more because i've been doing a little and there there is another you know heavy name in, in the Fortnite industry called uh h3cz and he made some similar comments after ninja made his comments and i'm gonna go ahead and read them here so he he's kind of teetering on the fence but ultimately he decides that he thinks that jarvis should not be lifetime banned and this is how he breaks it down he says i can argue both sides of this i don't know how i feel about it i keep hearing people saying cheating is wrong if you're cheating in a competitive setting you should be banned forever I'm with that 100%. But if you're doing that as a content creator, as a content creator in a content creation setting, and not for money, I don't know. And I'll, I'm gonna cut out the not for money part because it's pretty obvious that Jarvis uploaded that video for money. Otherwise, he wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Um. But you know, even if it was outside of the context of a competitive setting, let's say for example that I don't know. I, I'm just going to take Arnold Schwarzenegger, for, for, for example, because he, he's a bodybuilder, but he also is an actor. Say he didn't take steroids while he was, you know, specifically in a bodybuilding um, competition. But then, you know, a couple months later, he goes and acts. And then all of a sudden he, he takes, you know, illicit substances that would not be allowed in, in the bodybuilding community. They would still ding him for that. It, it, duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, like, why? Why wouldn't you? Like that. Just because you're outside of a of a competitive context does not mean that that you aren't still aren't setting a standard in your industry. Doesn't mean that that what you did isn't affecting you in a competitive context either. Both of those things are still true, and that's why I think that you know that that argument is false. Um, the last thing that I want to break down is um, one of the comments that Ninja made. He, he's trying to suggest. Basically, he's trying to suggest alternatives to um, to Jarvis's lifetime ban. He's like, you know, m- make him do community service, or, or you know, make him make him do pay a fine. And the the second one where he says make him pay a fine, actually, I actually think that might that might be a good idea. However, in his context, I still think that he should get a lifetime ban because of the nature of his hacks and what he was doing. For lesser situations, which aren't as serious hacks. 
I think that you should be fined, just like how an NFL player is fined for, you know, for brazen conduct or whatever. I think he should have to do uh, his community service is uh, playing Fortnite legit for six months. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I'm I'm sure that's what uh, that's what Ninja's suggestion would be. God, I, I mean. And it, part of me wonders if Ninja's just covering his own ass in some ways. And not, not saying that he's like a cheater, but just he's on that side be, as a content creator because to protect other content creators yeah. who do use I do not, cheats. But. I do not like the fact that uh, Ninja decided that he felt like he needed to stand up and make a, a statement about this just because of the fact that this player is an, another Fortnite player. I think and, he just and, wants attention because he's Ninja. Like it, he's, he lost just subscribers be, when he went Ninja, to Mixer. <laughs> Just because there are, you know, other situations happening inside of Fortnite doesn't mean that every single fucking Fortnite situation has to involve Ninja. And when Ninja then, you know, inserts his big mouth into these kind of situations and creates a bad name for the gaming industry, it makes me hate him more every single day. (laughs) I mean, I also think his statement's complete rubbish when he uh, said, uh, like, his, his thing kind of about how oh, content creators should be, like, treated differently and this and that. And it's like, you... What he doesn't realize is... And I I mentioned this to Justin as well, that the... uh, He... Ninja or any other content creator is the product. Yeah. Like... You could, Ninja, hypothetically, if he got a lifetime ban from Fortnite, it wouldn't make a fucking difference. Like, it might hurt his bottom line, but if he switched to then streaming, like, League of Legends, let's just say, yeah. uh, it's he's going to have a very strong viewership uh, regardless because people are watching for yep. Ninja and not for this. So when it comes to, like, oh, it's impacting their job, I'll put in quotes, or their, like, livelihood, it's complete crap because they they have, content creators have more job security than anybody else. Like, it's not like if they were, quote-unquote, fired or banned that they would lose a whole lot of revenue because, like, unlike a real person where you're working a real job where you get fired and then it's like you may or may not get, well, if you're fired, you don't get severance. If you're laid off, you get some severance typically. uh, It's not always... But then it's like you'd be fired and then you'd just be out that money and then it would be a while before you got another job because yeah. you'd have to apply, interview, oh, yeah. and then you have to work another. Most jobs pay bi-weekly, so you'd work two weeks before you saw your first fucking paycheck. Yeah, it sucks. Then on the other side of this, too, is not only are they like, I mean, and to a degree, like I almost in, in a way I do agree with Ninja with how. Um, these people should be treated differently. They absolutely should be treated different differently because uh, in, in the way that like whether we like it or not or they like it or not, they are role models to like a shitload of kids out there. And so cheating in a game and doing really shitty things like uh, uh, taking drugs and whatnot, like that's um, that's 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 the thing that people are going to like kids are going to look up to a very bad image. I mean, they need to be, I, I think my specific statement was, uh, these people need to be under like a magnifying glass, like a microscope. Oh like, yeah. I, 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 I think that, no, I think that these people need to be shuffled out and that more <laughs> mature people need to be shuffled into this, into the scene because we as a, as a industry are falling apart at the seams because of people like this, make, just making the whole industry look childish. Yeah. We need we, more, we uh, are not being taken seriously because of this. We need more Markiplier's out there. Well, I mean, unfortunately, a lot of the, like, pro players are going to be younger. 
uh, they have more quicker reflexes and are more adaptable. Just because they're younger doesn't necessarily that they are immature. I, I did not say that they need to get uh, older uh, players. I said that they need to get more mature players. That's true. Very true. But yeah, they and like I said, like the so and then on on the other lines, um, the the the. the these streaming services too are really just going like really haywire with like banning and just kind of I don't know like really playing fast and loose with what they what they enforce and what they don't enforce and then like also there's like automation like did you hear the did you hear the thing that happened with Markiplier recently? No. So he was doing like a live stream on YouTube and he instructed and as part of it, um, it was like a big YouTube event too because like he's like. I don't know, he's like one of the biggest, he's like 25 million subscribers on YouTube. He's one of the biggest guys on YouTube. And so he was doing this thing and and he instructed the people that were watching to um, spam like a bunch of emojis in the chat. YouTube automatically banned like hundreds of Markiplier's fans for spamming emojis in the chat. It's ridiculous. And then like, and the only reason he found out was because people went to his Discord and were like, hey, I got banned from YouTube and and like so then like he had to like make like a big video about it and how upset he was and only then did youtube finally reach out and it's like oh we're, we're looking into it and i mean youtube this, has yeah. like the worst bots on the planet yeah and so now it's like and and now on top of all this now they're they're enacting i forget what the acronym but it's like cap coppa or something it's basically like if you there there's like a new law that is going into place where they have to basically protect younger audience younger people from from predatory people and so now like it, it limits the like advertising to younger audiences in a certain way so like now if your content is geared towards a younger audience or geared towards kids you have to indicate on every single video whether it is or isn't and if it is then you don't you don't get any advertising like 90 percent of uh, unboxing videos yeah yeah, so like all all these people that are in, like so like so they're they're going in with all that stuff and all the all this banning that they're doing and then then the stuff where with Markiplier's fans getting banned for doing this stupid thing. Um it's just it, 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 this whole system is going haywire right now. See, I would say uh see see let's let's just say uh in Jarvis's case a uh a lifetime ban is a bit harsh. Let, let let's just ban him for five years and then we'll see where Fortnite is in five years. <laughs> Even just two years. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll see. We'll, we'll see, see where we're at. <laughs> we'll see what games even on the market. H three C Z recommended a two year ban instead of a lifetime, and I'm like, well, what difference is that going to make? The same not, thing. Not only it, <laughs> even even if Fortnite is still around and was the same game two years from now, which I doubt it would be. But let's assume it is. Jarvis wouldn't be the same person two years from now because he wouldn't be a seventeen-year-old, you know, kid with yeah. those hyperactive reflexes like that. And then he may have moved on to something else, be a different content creator of a different game at that point. I, I think a two-year ban is reasonable. I, I could, I could agree with that because this is not uh, video games. Is obviously an entirely different monster than other sports. Uh, and I, you know. I don't know. Uh, even though I think an aimbot is the equivalent of like, if somehow in basketball somebody had a like uh, no clip and was able to like go through hoops and walk <laughs> through walls and other just runs through other players like yeah. <laughs> oh, and then along the other lines with like this this COPPA thing that YouTube is enacting um, or 
going along with um they're also updating like their terms of service and whatnot and their their policies and part of their policies is that they if specifically if they if they think that um your content or what they get from you is not commercially viable they can um they can revoke you or your google's account access to the youtube platform and they word it in a weird way that if they think your stuff is unmonetizable or they can't make money off of you they could ban you from google altogether jeez i wouldn't be surprised if in uh five to ten years uh youtube's entirely demonetized yeah i won't be able to make any money off of i wouldn't be surprised like in five to ten years if google is like hit with antitrust stuff the same way microsoft was because now i don't know if you've heard but Google is starting to uh, make its way into online checking. And at the same time, it's also making its way into people's medical records. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's like, (laughs) so can you imagine like you spam a bunch of emojis on a YouTube channel and suddenly you're banned from your own bank account? Uh, So yeah, this is just, uh, they're making a social credit system just. So that's what I said. It's Um, the back door into social credit. One of the things that I was, you know, thinking about is, you know, as I do a lot of cybersecurity stuff in IT, and so therefore I I search some weird, you know, things to try and counteract creative ideas that um, bad people would want to do. Now, with that said, my search history could be construed to make me look like I'm a mentally high-risk individual, (laughs) and they would then put that on the medical records that they now have access to, so that now if I were to go apply to any, you know, um, sensitive cybersecurity job, all of them require, you know, uh, extensive background checks. All of them require that you sign HIPAA release forms so that they can then verify that you are not mentally unstable. That is one of the prerequisites to being, a, you know, having a, a pretty sensitive high, uh, cybersecurity job. And if if things like this starts happening, where you're able to start associating people's information to their medical records or to their bank accounts without their consent, this is where we are going to start going down some dark paths here. You know like- what I always say? High risk, high reward. <laughs> no, that's a joke, but... <laughs> It's like I have, I keep saying we're like going we're sprinting headfirst into the cyberpunk dystopian future, but without all the cool shit. It, that or I mean, just the corporation. Like since we're a capitalist society, realistically, uh, or, or, an, just- or an oligarchy, but that we're we're making basically like essentially communist communistic uh regimes but that are led by corporations instead of a government yeah but which is the outer worlds basically but yeah um then i had another just kind of in the same lines of people being banned because it's also twitch twitch adjacent um a fortnite pro uh, another fortnite pro cody clicks conrad has received a seven-day suspension from twitch after he streamed on monday alongside zane a player who has been permanently banned from twitch well that's just dumb yeah i just it's not that big of news but i just it's it's still related to people being banned in fortnite so i figured i'd just include it with this segment yeah i mean i i oh man i don't know yeah so yeah. i mean a lifetime ban from something also seems very uh totalitarianistic oh yeah well but i mean like i i'm banned in the from context, google payments though, uh, <laughs> uh, 
would he even be if if they ever came out with a Fortnite too? I don't think that they would be able to allow him to be banned from that. Yeah, according that, to their current terms of service. Yeah, yeah. that'd be a yeah. That and that's fair. And enough. So it's just the the nature is different. The nature of this. I mean, yeah, is a little video they games. They don't come out with just, a baseball too. They don't come out with a basketball too every two years. Yeah. They did. You know? They came out with slam ball, and it was uh, <laughs> basketball well, with trampolines. So the, then here's the <laughs> other one where like people, um, like if people get banned for cheating on a Steam game, then you you lose access to your whole Steam library. You, you get banned from football. You join uh, the XFL. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you lose access to your whole Steam library. I believe that you you're marked as someone who can't play in a lot of multiplayer games. Oh, okay, maybe they changed it because I remember like there was a complaint at one point in time where someone had gotten like banned for because of something on Steam, but then like oh now I can't log into my Steam account and play any of my games. Yeah, that's I've not heard that. Valve anti cheat has only ever just it's always applied to multiplayer. Punk well, I'm like, you want to cheat at a game? Why didn't you just play a fucking single player game? Right. Like, why didn't you play Grand Theft Auto? They have like cheats you can just type in. Yeah, and even then, like, even though like there's still like an online mode to Grand Theft Auto, like, go whatever. play Doom yeah. and type in WDDQD and do God <laughs> mode. Um. So, does anyone have any closing segments on this? Then we can take a break or. Um, don't don't be a shithead if you're uh, representing this industry. I right? mean, you just. Like, Cheating we have is... we have a lot riding on these people, you know. It, if if we want to make it and we want to be taken as seriously as the NBA or the NFL, then yeah, we got to get as serious as Epic Games has gotten. And I think that I applaud them. This is the uh, deflate gate of gaming. <laughs> but yeah, just uh, I don't know. You... Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's a good, hey, didn't we have? Didn't we end that way on another podcast? Yes, this is how I end all my segments. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Just go fuck yourself. <laughs> Phase Char- Jarvis, go fuck yourself. I, I wonder if he's going to get kicked out of Phase. No, actually, so, oh, yeah, there is one more thing I do want to talk about with this. Um, Phase Clan has actually approached Epic Games, and almost, I feel like they sort of demanded to them that, that they work out a deal with FaZe Clan to to potentially re- reduce the sentence or <laughs> so know, they're the, supporting the their boy over there they are supporting their uh, boy and, see, I, and I, that's what makes me even more disgusted see, I'm like, in this position where I hate FaZe Clan because they've already been in so many scandals just in the last two months alone that like I'm just if, like I want them to disappear at this point if a an NFL player was caught taking steroids do you think that their team would be backing them up they oh, would be they no. would be a mile away from them they would be yeah like, away from them. like that that guy probably wouldn't even like if you if you still managed to stay on the team he would like not even be playing but the coaches and like managers would do everything yeah. in the power to cover it up yeah yeah one or the other if it was yeah. out, um they would they would drop it like it was hot like they would fucking run away from it see or they're like we can't hide this fucking yet, aimbot because you made a youtube video of it yeah exactly yeah. we can't cover this up we can't bury the news then it's out there yeah <laughs> he did it public like he did it in the dumbest way possible <laughs> why couldn't you have done this like off the air yeah doing this private stream i don't know like, i don't know these people but all right well we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll come back with some more news hey y'all join me my friends as we talk about all things geek here at the geek freaks podcast we cover the weekly news and all of geekdom top movie news comic books video games and tv shows everything that you are interested in 
We also have our growing YouTube channel. Every Friday we come out with freebie games where we go over the latest free games from the Epic Game Store. Monthly we have Retro Rewind where we play a retro game and talk about what it meant to us as kids and its effect on the industry. And then we have our comic book club where we review a staple in comic book history. Join us as we go over everything in your geek life and share in the love of geekdom. Okay, and we are back from the break. I hope you enjoyed that heated segment about esports and cheating and Jarvis um, and our, our closing statements on <laughs> that. Um, but it is time for some, some more news, the rest of the news here. So we brought this one up off the mics last week, but uh, Homemade Gaming Dice Kickstarter raises $1.5 million in a day. And I don't know what it's at now, but I'm sure it's ridiculous. It's over $2 million. Like $48 for a set of D&D dice. Which seems expensive to me. Which, yeah. And but that, apparently that's cheap. Which I found out is on below average as far as custom dice go, which blew my mind. These look cool. I wanted to back them, but I have zero need for cool dice. <laughs> for fancy dice. Yeah, I talked to the, the good people over at Missing Role Player Found, and they're the ones that informed me that... $48 is pretty cheap for cool dice. And here I was, like, I was going to buy some dice that looked like candy corn colors, and they were, like, 17 bucks. I'm like, yeah, that's too expensive. I'm not buying those. <laughs> Turns out those are real cheap. I should have bought them. Probably could have resold them for more. <laughs> I want those damn... I want them dice. And then... then we, oh. should, we should just get a 3D printer. <laughs> well, these are, like, these are, like, more than... Like, it's... These are straight up, like, resin, like, cast dice. Like, you don't... Like nobody's gonna nobody's gonna buy three D printed dice because they want like I got into like I I got so deep into this like apparently like even one hundred fifty uh, one hundred fifty dollars is like about the average what people will spend for the crazy fuck? ass yeah and also I got into like dice theory that like these specific ones this Kickstarter they have very sharp edges and people think that the sharper edges lead to more make them more random when they roll. The fuck? And also, like, <clears throat> last week you had brought up, like, because you at first you thought these were, like, made out of, like, a rock-type material, not resin, because they don't look like... Yeah, but they're <laughs> resin. Yeah. And so you brought up the, like, well, what if, like, they start, like, degrading over time because you're rolling them and, like, the, sh the edges get all messed up. And so then I was I was talking about this, too, and I was also told, well, you, you should never be rolling your dice on a hard surface anyway and always roll on a felt surface. And that's why um, everyone uses like cloth bags to carry their dice. And they you should always be using like a dice, like a tray with a pad on it or a dice tower. And they should never be rolled on hard surfaces to so that they keep their pristine shape. I can see that because, I mean... It's really easy to make something so small unbalanced. You know, as a person who has a lot of board unbalanced. games, I'm learning a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like this, this dice theory goes so deep. I'm just and and it's funny because I was playing when I was playing uh, D and D with them. Um, the, they were frequ they were frequ frequently getting upset with the online software because it felt like the online software was making terrible roles. So like. They started just like I was. I was the only one on on the over the internet. So they just started rolling their own dice because they're like, this online thing sucks. I'm just gonna roll my dice. <laughs> and I know a lot of people get. They just they have their lucky dice that they like to use. Um, 
I always wonder like how people get their dice to be even. Like I can see like these ones with like just where their colors, like, yeah, that's fine. But then you see some dice where they're like clear and they have like stuff inside of them where it's like, how do you how do you get that to be balanced out? Like how do you do that? I mean, this reminds me of that ah. other dice uh, Kickstarter that was like, it's just a bunch of dice. Yeah. They're like uneven. They're not weighted correctly, but they're just And that was like the point of the game. Dice, yeah. Uh, I, have to, I have to find that again so I can download that video and keep it permanently because that was like the most ridiculous like Kickstarter. Like It's, it's just a big old bag well, of one dice. Of, one of the games was the fact, one of the games was stacking the dice. <laughs> See who can build the doll, tallest dice tower. There was I don't like, think I've ever seen, I'm gonna have to see this. Video. That was in the early, like the early days of Kickstarter too. There was like UFO, like saucer shaped yeah. dice, and like <laughs> I was like, well, "What do you do with these dice?" Now you just roll them. <laughs> <You> just... <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was that was good, good stuff. Um, this one's funny. Massive scandal hits FIFA community as cowardly pros avoid playing each other. <laughs> so, so these. FIFA pros only want to wipe the floor with noobs, and they want to play the, play each other at the risk of losing. <laughs> so, uh, so several of the world's top players were caught in a secret Discord, colluding to avoid playing each other, thus making their games easier and their winnings more secure. It's fucking ridiculous! It's a racket. That's Illuminati bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> it's the FIFA that, Illuminati. We're talking about. FIFA the game, right? Yeah. Not, not actual. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see what else. What are the details they got here? I mean, the fact that this is happening on a game scene makes you wonder what's happening in, in real life. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Funny how a game mode designed to maximize profits and bring out the worst in humanity by triggering triggering our responses to gambling and loot brought out by the worst brought out the worst in these guys. Uh, once alerted about the Discord, EA handed out a punishment to one of the players involved. I wonder how they decided on that one person. Did they just roll their weighted or their balance to die? Um, yeah, in a nice bag. As as Eurogamer report points out, while it's good that EA took action against one of the mo- world's most prominent players, it's odd that only one person was disciplined for a practice that clearly included many more. Well, because then nobody would be playing. <laughs> Um, move on to the next article here. So last week we mentioned that there was a mysterious ancient ship in Elite Dangerous full of like people. Um, so now people in Elite Dangerous are competing to decide the fate of the ancient ship. Um, so let's see what, where are they, what are they doing here? Let me see if like someone wants to, uh, destroy it or something. Cause I mean, that would be like the human thing to do, right? It's scary. It's unknown. We should blow it up. <laughs> the ship, which players discovered thanks to a veiled hint in an otherwise perfunctory news post, is called the Gal- Golconda. It's a generation ship, meaning that it was originally built to ferry generations of people to other worlds at sublight speed prior to Elite Universe's invention of faster than light travel. The Hope? Yeah, that's all I was like. It sounds suspiciously like the Hope. Um, over the course of its thousand year voyage, however, its passengers came to love the little society they'd created and decided to abandon their original destination. Now they're a people out of time in more ways than one. Oh, it's vault tech <laughs> <laughs> as their isolated society has contracted a plague. They don't have supplies to treat. 
This has left them at a fascinating impasse. On one hand, they know they need help. On the other, they don't want their idyllic, highly cooperative culture contaminated by outside influences, even if those influences bring with them a millennium's worth of human knowledge. Um, so players are competing to deliver supplies to the Empire Federation ships. Uh, I'm trying to see if like someone wants to just destroy the ship. I don't see if... I, I guess groups of people just want to, like, win whoever is going to control the ship. I don't know. But I know it's just a cool, persistent kind of game plot going on there. I like it when ga- uh, <clears throat> games do that type of stuff. Create some emergent gameplay. Um, it's hard to play Death Stranding when you have an actual baby. You got to soothe that controller a lot. This I is a Jason Schreier article. Let's see. Since you just had a baby. Well, this is by Maddie Myers. Ah, I like Maddie Myers. All three of us on Kotaku's split screen had begun to play Death Stranding, but only one of us did so with a newborn baby in the mix. That's Jason. Yeah, that's Jason. <laughs> Jason explained to me and Kirk this week that it's just not cool to put put your baby down for a nap and then get prompted to rock your PlayStation 4 controller back and forth <laughs> while it emits crying noises. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, your ba- your uh, BB gets uh, distressed. You have to sometimes rock it. I wonder how many people just throw their controller against the wall. <laughs> Get upset, like why are you crying? <laughs> Stop crying! Oh boy, I think that is one of the things that Giant Bomb did complain about was the crying controller. It's kind of cool though. It is reminds me of like the those whole like egg egg baby type things where. I don't know, what's that, that episode of uh, Batman Beyond where he has to take care of the, the, the baby robot thing? <laughs> uh, let's see, what is this article that we got here? <laughs> Game developers are putting it references in, it, in their games. Uh, Recent Modern Warfare found a red balloon and a paper boat. That's just Stephen King. Both items were found in a sewer opening. It's all part of the greater Stephen King verse. <laughs> We're all in the Dark Tower. We're all floating here. So it's all just part of the Dark Tower series. Apparently there's also it references in the Division 2, Mafia 3, and Fortnite. No, that's surprising. <laughs> it's it's an easy thing to add in. Just all you gotta do is put a red balloon somewhere and someone's like, it's it. All we put was a sewer. <laughs> a sewer. There's a whole sewer level. It's it. Oh my god. That does that mean Mario is it? Hey, well, speaking of Mario, Super Mario 64 bland. An enormous fan-made Mario game is out now. Yeah, I sent you the, the massive mod. Yeah, I gotta play that. It looks cool. <laughs> I love dumb ROM hacks like it, that. It's got a lot of music and, like, new bosses, new levels, new power-ups. It's got, like, the Tanuki suit. It's got the cat suit. All in 3D. It looks pretty cool. So this is uh, by a modder by the name of... Ka- is it Kaze or Kaze? K-A-Z-E. Emmanuel, so that Kotaku has featured his work a lot. But uh, now with Super Mario 64 Land is out, which looks crazy. Yeah, I might check this out. It looks cool. I don't even, I should probably link a trailer to the, <clears throat> on the Twitter for this, after this. Um, EA staff Twitter accounts hacked after YouTuber gets banned for vulgar comments. Oh boy. So a number of see, a number of electronic arts employees have had their personal Twitter accounts hacked after a prominent FIFA player received a lifetime ban from official events for abusive, harassing, and vulgar behavior. The player, Kurt Fennick, has been the subject of several dis- disciplinary moves by EA over the last few years. 
Basically, the guy's very angry at FIFA and uses his YouTube channel to do things like spit on EA-branded scarves and call the series developers cowards. <laughs> Following the banning, last week, a number of EA employees involved in the FIFA series had their accounts hacked to display messages supporting Fennec, including one which photoshopped an official EA announcement to say Kurt0411 has been unbanned. Wow. Either this guy's a master hacker, he has some uh, some awesome uh, followers. Jeez. Or, you know, he just went into an IRC server and paid someone 10 bucks. <laughs> that too. He went into the dark web. That's not even, that's like, that's like an the, off-white. <laughs> that's like the, the off-white web. It's like the equivalent of going under your comforter. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so he also... He was, po- he was telling his viewers just last week that, in reality, every single one of these employees who has worked on the last couple of games should be unemployed right now. And it's about damn time you started caring about the- about us. We deserve justice. We deserve a damn football game. Wow. People take their football seriously, man. Uh, peak OK Boomer reached as Naruto voice actor says it on camera. I watched it and it was cringy. I <laughs> I've never seen a meme reach such a meteoric rise as OK Boomer. OK Boomer. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It, it's a real catch-all phrase. And now like people now people that are like not even boomers are like, okay, now you just sound old if you say OK Boomer. <laughs> yeah, you fucking dinosaur. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, okay. We already talked about Google Stadia. Um well, yeah, those YouTube changes I talked about earlier, apparently people are calling for YouTubers to unionize again. That's, I mean, not really, a, I don't know, like they're not employees of YouTube, so I don't know what they can really do in this situation. They can start their own YouTube, <laughs> which I mean, like nobody's going to start their own YouTube. Let's see. Adult game billboard removed in Akihabara for being too lewd. Not much to say about that. I just thought that was weird. <laughs> Wait, um, Akihabara, like, like in the Jap- Japanese? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I was going to say there's a there's a barcade here in Denver called Akihabara. Oh. Yeah, I know. This is, yeah, this is just it, in legit Japan. They just removed the billboard because it was too lewd. Um, what else we got here? Oh, speaking of game backlogs. Xbox One is getting a shuffle button to let you go through your backlog at random. A new Surprise Me button will be added to the Xbox One's game library, in which you will be able to select it, and it will pick a random game for you to play. Totally not the I'm feeling lucky button. Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of... uh, Netflix used to have something similar to that, too. They got rid of it completely. Uh, Let's see. What else we got here? Okay, so Google confirms the things that Google Stadia won't have at launch. Uh, So here's a quick rundown of everything that won't be available initially. Stream Connect, State Share, and CrowdPlay won't be available. Uh, They expect the first game with Stream Connect to launch by the end of the year. Uh, The games that support State Share and CrowdPlay will be released next year. Uh, Stadia's achievement system won't be available. Um, they're saying they're saying shortly after launch is when that will be here. Uh, the ability to use existing Chromecast Ultras to play games at launch only the Chromecast Ultras that ship with Stadia controllers will have the updated firmware required to stream games. They're saying that will come soon after launch. Family sharing while parents will be able to control what their kids can access on their accounts, multiple people in the same house won't be able to share games on the service until later on. Buddy Passes, Founders Editions of Stadia are supposed to come with Buddy Passes, so people can give a friend a three-month Stadia subscription to play games with them, but those passes won't be sent out until weeks after launch. The 
There's the fun one. The Stadia controller, at least for some people. <laughs> people who pre-order the Stadia will get their codes to sign on to the server starting November 19th and will be able to play on their phones or Chrome desktop browser with a keyboard and mouse. However, the packages containing the controllers and Chromecasts will have staggered shipping sent out in the order pre-orders were received. Ours is December 3rd, by the way. Okay, so like we're earlier in the process than probably most people. But yeah, those are the things that I won't be coming out with Stadia at launch. But I mean, like, this isn't even... I Something to keep in mind, like, this is, like, not the official launch of the Stadia. Like, this is, like, their... The beta program. Yeah, this is, like, the beta program for people that want to try it out early, essentially. So, like, it's, like, a slow rollout of all the features until, like, their actual launch. So these are all the people willing to take a risk. We're doing this for you. <laughs> um... Oh, yeah, the streamer we talked about that was uh, arrested for assaulting his pregnant girlfriend during a game. Yeah, well, he uh, got sentenced. Um, he was found guilty of a single countdown of common... Single countdown. A single count of common assault. He's been handed a 14-month community corrections order, <clears throat> which is an Australian thing, which basically means community service. I don't think you should probably get more than that. This yeah, I say we get him of. pregnant and beat him. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Live on stream too. <laughs> Was it live on stream? Yeah, it happened on stream. Wow. That's how that's how he got arrested because people reported him. Good. Um, let's see, you got any other news to add? Marcus, we're getting towards the end here, so I don't know if like there's something um, I missed. Um no. No? Alright, we'll do the last article here. Uh, as a kid, legendary Street Fighter player Diego Umehara got beat up for being too good. That'd suck. Like being really good at a video game and getting beat up for it. Like, who, who was beating him up? Other other people in the playing the game, or? Um. So let's see. When he was 13 years old, he once beat an adult at a fighting game so badly that the man beat him up in the arcade. Accordingly, or repeatedly punching him in the face. Wow. Jesus. Adult. Wow. Like it's it's just a game. Yeah. Uh. Since Umahara is now 38 years old, this incident would have taken place in the early 1990s. This was before the days of professional esports, naturally, and it's an all-too-familiar experience for those who spent whatever quarters they could scrounge together on fighting games at the local arcade. Um, so he eventually stopped going to the arcade, and when he re when he realized he wasn't having fun playing games at home, he rolled up his sleeves and returned, only to stop at the door. <clears throat> he ate, In his mind, he had two choices, enter the arcade and caught, possibly run into the man who smacked him around, or go back home and give up on fighting games entirely. Uh, and he started to think which would be scarier. And so he realized that going back home without opening the door was scarier than the other. So he um, returned to the arcade. It turns out his attacker wasn't in the arcade that day. And as it turns out, he never saw him again. It's, a, it's like a superhero story. <laughs> like being beat up for beating someone in a video game. And then just returning and just like becoming a champion at the video game. Uh, it's sad. It's sad, but it's also like a positive thing to be like, don't don't let something like that ruin something for you. Like if you're good at something, don't let other people fuck it up for you sort of thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass, but <clears throat> I say we put him in the video game and beat him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, wow. Here's a OK. This is the last article for for today. Um, But uh 
John Carmack is stepping is stepping down from his role as CTO. Yep, I I have that in my news. Well, it just got posted two hours ago. That's when I added it to my news. <laughs> that happened while we were recording tonight. Yeah. So he he wants to try something new: artificial general intelligence, which he says is possible, enormously valuable, and I have a non negligible chance of making a difference there. John, John Car. John Carmack is such a weird, weird dude. Incredibly intelligent. Very weird. Did, did you have that uh, Tencent wants to work with Nintendo to attract console game players? Well, I didn't even see that. What? You didn't hear this? No. Yeah, there was like articles everywhere. This was like weeks ago, but... Uh, oh, wait. It might have been like... It might have been the other week when we didn't cover the news. Yeah, but Chinese Megacorp uh, Tencent has revealed it is looking to Nintendo to learn the essence of making console games <laughs> for European and American gamers. I mean, part of that is not having everything overly censored, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it says, uh, what we want is to expand from China, and one target is console game players in the U.S. and Europe, a Tencent official who asked not to be identified, told the Wall Street Journal. As he literally censors himself out of this, like, out oh, of this so story. Yeah, I, like... Oh, my God. I hope that doesn't happen, and I say that... Uh, that Most specifically, imagining a hellscape where Tencent develops a mobile game on, like, with Nintendo characters. That would be truly awful. Speaking of which, uh, Nintendo says uh, Mario Kart Tour microtransactions off to a good start. <laughs> oh, oh, they had a taste of the blood. <laughs> They're never, it's the vampires born. <laughs> Nintendo will never be the same after the Mandalorian. Um, according to Sensor Tower, Mario Kart Tour had more than 120 million downloads in its first month. With players collectively spending more than thirty-seven million. No, S what the fuck are you doing? Stop it! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's the worst news of the night. Um, Can I hear those numbers again? Because I actually didn't. Hear that. It's thirty. Uh, they're, they're in the first month of Mario Kart Tour. It had one hundred and twenty million downloads, and uh, players spending a collective of thirty-seven million. Nice. Great. We're just gonna get fucking. Garbage games from Nintendo now. Which is uh, pretty pretty upsetting. Uh, the Witcher uh, Netflix show has already been greenlit for a season two, despite not being out yet. I, I never understand those ones. Like, what was the last one? There's one that like got renewed for two seasons before it even came out. I think it was the um, Matt Groening. Is it Matt Groening oh, yeah. or Matt Groening? Disenchantment. Disenchantment. I think, I think that got two seasons before it even came out. So um, th this is weird news that I I, I, I doubt you have, but uh, so obviously uh, everybody knows about Obsidian right now. Yeah. Everybody's really high on Obsidian. Yep. Uh, as devs of Outer Worlds. So uh, little did a lot of people know they also made a game called Pillars of Eternity. Um, but this is what they said. Uh, Pillars of Eternity Deadfire sales were low. Sequel may not happen. So oh, that's sad. So yeah, it's like Pillars of Eternity one uh, sold very well, but Pillars of Eternity two Deadfire didn't really sell. Despite I guess the uh, the sequel had like I think three times the sales. Like yeah, th three times better than the first Pillars uh, in pre-sales. That was the that was the last game they put out before they got bought by Microsoft, right? 
Yeah, that one was another Kickstarter. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. I actually backed it on Kickstarter. So I already did my due diligence, <laughs> despite did. not playing either <laughs> Pillars 1 or 2. Well, you, you spent the money, though. Yep. Uh, but yeah, De- Deadfire sold better than Obsidian's 2016 game, Tyranny, but worse than Pillars of Eternity 1. Huh. Yeah, so uh, basically, I don't know. It sucks because I'm like, th- those games are good, but I feel those D&D type like g- games like Pillars of Eternity and uh, Divinity Original Sin are kind of in a niche space of like very tech, like isometric text heavy uh, D&D type games that I think do have an audience. They 100% have an audience, yeah. but it's a... It's, it's still a small market because even for me, I bought those games, but I'm like, I don't have time to sit down and play them versus something like Outer Worlds where it's like a 20 to 30 hour game yeah. that you can complete in a reasonable amount of time. Like Pillars is like an 80 hour game. It's a long ass game. It's like a Death Stranding. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I did have some Death Stranding news. Late on us. Cause I had another Death Stranding thing, but I didn't read it because I felt like we talked about it a lot. So. Oh, yeah, another thing I almost forgot to mention, the uh, Xbox Elite Series 2 controller is out now, so you can buy that for a whopping eight, uh, eight, uh, 800, $180. It's a little bit steep, but hear that it's, like, the best controller, like, ever. Um, yeah, hopefully I'll get one of those pretty soon. <clears throat> Not right now, though, but I'll get one eventually. It looks like a good-ass controller. Marcus lost his Death Stranding news. <laughs> There's so this much. only was an easy way to find shit. I know. My brain's like shutting down right now. <laughs> Where is it? Death Stranding. Oh, God. Just got a push notification from Walmart. Black Friday ad revealed. You know, none of them I find it sad that you have the Walmart app installed to have push notifications being sent to you. Well, because I sometimes like I don't. I haven't. I never turn the notifications off, but I sometimes buy stuff using the app to use in-store pickup. Sure you do. I'm gonna find this if it kills me. Where are you? I saw it earlier today. It's important. Hey Marcus, you want a 50-inch 4K TV for 150 dollars? I already got bigger than that. I'm bigger than that. But not for 148 dollars. I just got a 65-inch 4K TV from work for zero dollars. Well, fuck zero, you. You can't beat zero dollars, <laughs> Justin. Yet again, the Ginger Lux strikes. They wanna, gave it to me because the uh, the fucking power supply inside of it's not, probably not working, so I didn't need to replace that. But do you want a sixty-five inch four K TV for two hundred seventy-eight dollars? It's a Philips brand Android smart TV, so it has Google Cast built in. Philip, I hate that guy. Philip, you can get a forty-inch one for ninety ninety-eight dollars. All right, I found my news, but there's I found other news when I was looking for my news. But so. Marcus, you can get a hoverboard for ninety dollars. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so XO nineteen happens tomorrow, uh, but apparently we're gonna see a new IP from Obsidian and Rare. It's interesting, and a new IP from Obsidian. Yep. Post Xbox. Uh, or post Microsoft. See what they're cooking up. Let's see what they're cooking up with Microsoft dollars. Yeah. Hey Marcus, if you come early, you can get coffee, hot cocoa, and snacks at four p.m. No, thank you. On on Black Friday or on Thursday, <laughs> on on Black Thursday. <laughs> it's ridiculous that they start on Thursday. But uh, Death Stranding had a monster debut in Japan. Uh, so it's in week one, it sold nearly one hundred and eighty-six k units. That's a lot in in Japan, which is like ridiculous. Yeah. So uh, it's the biggest new IP launch. Of the of the entire generation, uh, and third biggest debut for a game published by Sony this gen. Wow! 
So yeah, that so Death Stranding's off to a good start, despite once again being a a fairly controversial game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. There's well, a lot of hype for that game. That's while looking for, sure. for that and finding out that Obsidian and Rare are getting a new games announced, that I'm like more excited for that now. Well, a lot to talk about next week though, because XO19 happening and Pokemon. I know someone going to XO19. Apparently the uh, sa- the sales in Japan. So this is uh, once again just PS4 exclusives. Is Death Stranding at number one with 185k. Bloodborne number two at 150k. Wow. Spider Man at 132k. Uncharted four at 124k. Days Gone at 114k. And th- this one makes me this one makes me upset to be honest. God of War 2018 at 50k. Why the why the hell is God of War the lowest on that list? Yeah, what the heck. Like, I get that it's not the most, like, game that would appeal to Japanese gamers, for sure, but how the hell is Days Gone pulling more than double that? Days Gone, a a game about a biker zombie killer. (laughs) (laughs) Like, all the other games on that list make sense, but, like, once again, Days Gone beating out God of War by, like, double is ridiculous. Oh, shit, I was right. What? The, The super cheap Xbox deal, $149 for Black Friday. That's not bad. 140 for an Xbox One S. Th- that's the first deal that's ever beaten my deal. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first. But that's what I was And saying. it's, it's not like, even by a good margin. And I was like, and I was saying like, this would be like the Black Friday deal was 149, but they also have 199 to get the uh, Do, does it Jedi. Come, does that come bundled with anything? The the cheap one? It comes with mine. It says it's, it includes three digital download games. Is it the Xbox sad or is it? A, no, it's a straight a, up Xbox straight. One S. Okay. Uh, Minecraft, Sea of Thieves, and Fortnite. <laughs> okay, that's not. I mean, it probably bad. gets you some skins for Fortnite, and then they have for two hundred dollars the Star Wars Jedi bundle includes uh, Jedi Fallen Order Deluxe Edition. I mean, my deal was unbeatable. Now they actually have a really killer deal for the Xbox One X. Three hundred forty nine dollars comes uh, with uh, Gears Five. That's not bad, but. I mean, still, I, I paid 170 and I got yeah, an Xbox got a, One S bundled with deal. the Halo collection, and I, along with Halo 5 and ge- the Gears collection. They're also selling controllers, both PlayStation and Xbox, for $40. PlayStation 4, is it a Pro? Nope, just regular PlayStation 4 for 199 That's a, not a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do they got for games? Borderlands 3, 30 bucks. Need for Speed heat i mean 30 bucks granted i've been buying a lot of games i'm like this is like the least excited i've been for black friday slash like just deals I've, just, I've never been excited in years like yeah. i always buy stuff like I, that i need like oh i guess i'll buy this usb hub i guess i'll buy some more cables i just i, I feel the game deals are weaker this year than past years yeah like every time i see all these xbox games here like oh i can buy steve's thieves for 25 dollars. well i'm i have game pass so Oh, I, if I can buy Forza for $25, I have Game Pass. I've been seeing just games that cost more than what I paid at launch, like in some ways. Um, I think uh, I think a lot of places are pricing control at 35 and I'm like, I paid 37 You can buy Paw Patrol for $20, Marcus. I, I, I don't want that. Do you want Fallout 4 Game of the Year Edition for 20 bucks? I have Fallout 4 Game of the Year Edition. What about it's called Minecraft? Outer Worlds. What about Minecraft for 20 <laughs> no. bucks? Which is like, I'm pretty sure 20 bucks is like the normal price for Minecraft. You know, buy Skyrim for the PlayStation 4 for 20 bucks. Fuck no. <laughs> How is that 20? That should be 10. Yeah, right? Oh, God. Okay, 50. These keep going downhill. These are $15 ones. Um, 
You want to buy Call of Duty Black Ops for 15 bucks? No. The Justin, first one? No. Yep, the first one. <laughs> I feel like they gave that away for free on, like, every platform. What about Watch Dogs 2? Eh, not for, tw- for 20 bucks? 15. Okay, uh, no. <laughs> what about Skate 3? No. How about Red Dead Redemption? The first one? The first one. What the? That game should be five bucks. <laughs> How about Assassin's Creed? I can't see what that is. It's one of the Assassin's Creeds. I mean, that could be anything. <laughs> I can't. It's so tiny. I can't tell what it is. It's on Nintendo Switch, though. Oh, that's probably Assassin's Creed 3. Maybe. It's really hard to tell. It's, it's so tiny on it's this It's probably 3, because most of the other ones aren't on Switch. How about the Lego movie game? No. Halo 5. I mean, that's on Game Pass. No. I, I got that for free. Overwatch. They just announced Overwatch 2. Well, <laughs> well, I've heard probably, the numbers. Probably won't be out for a couple of years. I, I've heard the Overwatch numbers have fallen off because of the announcement of. Well, Overwatch yeah, because 2. people were like, "Why should I play Overwatch when Overwatch 2 is coming out?" And then not even realizing that Overwatch 2 is the same as Overwatch 1. It's yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Blizzard's doing some weird things. Do you want to buy a Ninja Mutant Turtles arcade? No, that's for three hundred forty-nine dollars. I heard some weird stuff about Diablo 4 that it's like, well, supposedly there's leaks of the other classes, uh, so they they already announced uh, Druid, Barbarian, and uh, Sorcerer, uh, or Wizard, whatever the hell, a magic user, Um, but the other two are Amazon and, uh, oh god, what was the other one? Um, Oh, Paladin. Oh, yeah. We're the other two. And then supposedly Necromancer is going to be the first uh, expansion character. Hmm. But I guess the soundtrack is supposed to, like, pay homage to Diablo 1 and 2. So, Hmm. I don't know. Diablo 4 sounds promising on paper, (laughs) to say the least. Like, I mean, the trailers... The trailers look good, but trailers be trailers. They're trying to sell a game. They're trying yeah. to sell you something, so... I mean, Blizzard trailers always look good. I mean, <laughs> it, it's just... Trailers are made to drum up hype. That's what they're made for. Totally. Did this not just start over? It's like back at TVs again. All right, well, does anyone else have anything else to contribute, or should is it time to call the show? I feel we did it all. I think we did it all? Yeah, I feel it's time. I've, I've been up since 1 in the morning last <laughs> night. Do you have so, any uh, anything else you want to say, Aiden, before we let you let you go and end the show? You have any plugs or anything else you want to talk about or mention? Um, just uh, keep on the lookout for the bot. Keep on the lookout for our Discord stuff because I I got some pretty big plans. You know, outside of the regular IT stuff that we're doing, we're yeah trying to cook up a cook up a story or two. So. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, if you guys haven't got the hint, join the fucking Discord, god damn it. <laughs> That's an order, soldier. <laughs> this if you ever noticed, this goes downhill real fast at the third hour. <laughs> yeah. You're uh is is our bot our Discord bot able to help me aim in a video game? <laughs> Are you looking to get banned from Fortnite for life? <laughs> Because the next step is we call the police on you. The FBI is going to show up at your house. We SWAT you. You're going to get swatted. <laughs> Tim Sweeney's going to personally send the SWAT team after you. Yeah, I got this person cheating at Fortnite. That's going to be the Fort. That's going to be the Fortnite two uh, policy. Is uh, Tim Sweeney SWATs you if you cheat in Fortnite? <laughs> it's worse life- than SWAT. It's like a Fortnite death squad comes and he, in, and he <laughs> comes with the team, and he live tweets it the whole time. 
with, with a body cam. <laughs> Directly in front of the action. Watch this. Watch this Fortnite cheater get swatted live on Fortnite. We have to make an example of him. Oh, and then. Live on Fortnite, and then they broadcast it in Fortnite, like on the billboards <laughs> inside. <of> during a <laughs> during a a uh, marshmallow concert and ninja. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Actually, at the in this dark future, uh, ninja's now, head is on a spike <laughs> in Fortnite. Like we, he he served his purpose, and then we had no use for him anymore. <laughs> He like he abandoned. He switched to like Apex. So this this they decided to like build like. Well, we know he's jumping ship for Halo. Oh yeah, totally. Ninja's, Ninja's spiked head would be like that'd be a, a rare pickaxe. Are you ready for <laughs> Halo Infinite Battle Royale? Because I am. I'm playing the shit out of that. Not really. Are they really doing a Battle Royale? I mean, that's been Halo? my that's my that's been my prediction for like since last year actually. Oh. Where players can control a Halo. Without a, came out with a battle royale before Halo did. Here's the pitch. You and a hundred other people get launched onto a Halo, and given the size of a Halo, you have to fight each other. Yeah, you fight for control of the Halo. Yep. And When the, players each, die, they turn into Flood. Each game lasts a year because the Halos are too big. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to call it there. Uh, so, yeah, uh, join our Discord, chat.lakegamingarena.com. Find our website at lakegamingarena.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for Lit Gaming Arena. You will find us and interact with us. We have all sorts of stuff going on all the time. I'm always active on Twitter, posting stuff. We're always doing that community engagement question of the week. You can get your Twitter shouted out on the podcast live. Well, live to tape anyway, because that's not how we do this podcast as of yet. But in the future, there'll be some live action going on. But that will probably be in the paywall. Just going to tell you right now, because if you want to hear, if you want to hear this madness live, you got to really want it because I, it's, 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 it's a madhouse. This is basically Battle Royale, the podcast in the live version. So you <laughs> were good. But that's it for this week. We'll see you back here again next week, you guys. They totally serve a different different audiences. Yeah. Because one of them uh, likes Death Stranding and one of them hates Death Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> the GameSpot hates Death Stranding? No. What? Giant Bomb hates Death Stranding. Really? Because they were like... They gave it a two star. Two star.